The D and Davis Show. D and Davis Show. We are back giving you all the sports you need rubbing up against you sensually. Oh, whoa. Some people need a sensual. I just had, I just had to watch a, a, a sexual discrimination video at work, so that just kind of touched me in the wrong way. All right. Now we're going off left. <laughs> Those videos are the, I hate to say this, are damn near amusing. They are kind of funny sometimes. Is this the, the reaction one? to them? Is this the, now, did y'all watch this as a group or you had to watch it at your own? Oh, mind? I watched it on my own page. Yeah. So is this the one where it's like the guys showing booty shots of women in the uh, office? Oh, place? no, I did not see that one. Oh, man, oh. I, had, I had one last year. No, he put him on, put him up on, his, on his phone. Like, yeah, hey, and if, so a female coworker is like, that's so wrong. Wait a minute, he showed the booty shots to a He was female? around her when he was showing it to other people. Oh, okay. So he was showing booty shots. One guy was showing porn. Hey, hey mind your business, lady. The quid, did they go over the quid pro quo since we're in quid, 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 quid oh, pro quo right now? That's all in the, that's all in the news. Oh, uh, yeah, that was the big. Everybody quitting it up. That uh, was maybe. It was so many on quid pro quo. Like, man, she said if I would go out with it, if we was going out with it, I was going to get this promotion. Like, <laughs> it's like, whoa, son. But anyway, my name is Kenneth Davis, and you heard his voice. His name is D. Demond Squirrel. What's happening, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. We're on Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. War will kick you over to Spotify. War on Anchor will kick you over to Spotify and YouTube as well. All right. I'm on Twitter at Demons1, D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. Ken is on Twitter at That's Davis. Executive producer of the Dean Davis Show and Dean Davis The Flip. Ryan Bukovsky. You can find Ryan on Twitter. Ryan B. Ski. No, uh, no guy Stevens today. I think something happened to the the Beamer. You know, this is a little lost. What'd you boys. do, D? I ain't do nothing. But I'll listen to some Lost Boys. Remember, uh, I was the first person I knew had it. The Benz Jeeps. Oh. I was the first person I knew had it. Well, it had that album? Yeah. Okay, all right. The Benz. The Jeeps. The Benz. Yeah, and all yeah. my women and my men. Keep your head up. Listen to that. Uh, Renee. Love oh, that. Was... Love Renee. Beast from the East off of Love and Happy. Love, Happy is a Nappiness. I forgot the name of the album. I'm sorry. You mean the uh, Mr. Cheeks. Freaky Tie was starting to come on before it got popped. Yeah, unfortunately. Rest in peace to Freaky Tie. Yeah. But yeah, but no, no pay to get. No here. rest in peace, Freaky Ty, Ryan. You know who no. Freaky Ty is? No. Yeah. How you know Ryan don't know who Freaky Ty is? I just asked him. He, he said may no. have a poster in his room. <laughs> he just said no. Every night he may like hit the post like R.I.P. Freaky Ty. Racist D. <laughs> 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 I asked you, you then you said no, so that's what I was going off of. But no, guys, not here. He has a little vehicle issues. Uh, Ryan. How's the trip to Montreal? Montreal. Montreal. Beautiful as always. I love going to Montreal, especially when it's not freezing. How's the weather? Just fall. A okay. little bit, uh, a little bit cooler than here, but for the most part, uh, dry, nice. Did a lot of walking around. It's it's beautiful in our French brothers to the north. You walked around by yourself or with family? Uh, mainly me and my sister. Oh, so you both went, you both went picking up people. Not like picking the up people, style. but we did uh, roam the streets like it was our own. How big is Montreal? I think it's the second largest city in Canada. Behind Toronto, I believe so. Yeah, yeah Toronto makes sense. More. I would think maybe Vancouver. Maybe yeah, that could be possible. I thought they're either second or third. Okay, I mean it's not that many cities up there. But it's boy, a lot of land. It's one of my favorites to go to. Nice. That's for sure. I do want to go there one day. You have uh, the Les Six? Mm-mm. 
What is the ladies like in uh, your beard Montreal? Looks Terrific. Beautiful women? Your Beautiful. Beard. Probably some of the best collection of women I've seen in a city. You said the collection Whoa. of them. Like yes. the, like That's a, a hard statement right now. Like that a, is a hard one. Women's? Just French everywhere. All kinds of color everywhere. I mean, they got everything. What do you mean by all kinds of color? Every color. They got everything. Every flavor. Type of Melting pot. What type of race is 1950? <laughs> <laughs> the colors are up. There. I know what you're doing right now. Hey, that could be How a many sign of people beauty. are up there? Oh, quite Decent a few. Amount. Quite a few. Okay. I would think for Caribbean. I yeah, mean, look at a lot oh, of yeah. Caribbean. That's all it's around Canada. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how they can't get the passports to the, to the America. They just skip over. <laughs> they America. don't skip over, bro. No, they, no, no. I'm they got to go that way. What? I'm just it's saying. not a skip over. <laughs> I mean, listen, Lennox we, Lewis and them, they go up there. They didn't go. It's easier. The Hakeem Olajuwon. It's easier to get citizenship there. So that's why they end oh, up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying they have a very strong Ain't nobody like, I'm going to skip all this land to go to freezing ass Canada hey, from man, the Caribbean. Listen. Hey, man, listen. They might figure like, hey, it might be cool up here in the sense of the people, you know what I'm saying, to deal with them and to deal with the Americans. Yeah, and they can go straight to Florida and live close to the lifestyle oh, no. they was already oh, living. no. You want to deal with the... And Montreal, it's on Stay a mountain. Florida. So you got a lot of the, the mountain really? views. Really? It's almost like San Francisco with yeah, the hilly. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Appalachians? No, I don't, I don't know. It's just on it's on a mountain. That's uh I think the literal translation Mount Royal. I oh, had no idea. I didn't about know. That. Now I feel dumb. <laughs> usually I'm good with stuff like that. Translations, Montreal. Yeah, I didn't I usually ah. catch on to so, that's a B I T C H. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's messed So it's up. Healy. The more you it's know. It's like Nashville. Yeah. Nashville's very Healy. Yeah. You've been in Nashville. I have not. No, I think I've just driven mm-hmm. through it. It's great. Well, you know, it's drive cool. through it. It's, it's cool. anytime you start seeing those places where it's like, if you're on a truck and it goes out of uh, out of control, <laughs> throw it over here and jump off. I'm like, no, I don't want to be those here. signs with the semi, it's like a ramp. That just the truck just jumps in the air. I'm like, no, the worst nightmare sign. Exactly. If you're behind this semi, watch out. Yeah, uh, Nashville is pretty hilly. All right, so let's go off. Let's do the thing real quick. Can we do the thing real quick? It's time to go off the top. Okay. All right, well, we figure out as we're going to name this off the top and off top seat. I'll let you know we went to good schools. We speak proper English. We, we speak American to. here. Good American. Midwest can get you a job all over the place. So anyway, one thing that we decided in off top and Ryan pointed this out, uh, especially when it comes to local sports, we would just give an aspect of what we thought about that game and further break it down lower, uh, further down in the show. So one with the Bears, me and Ryan, I knew Ryan was going to be simpatico. These basically simpatico too. Is the offensive line? My first thought was watching that game was like, "Hey, I love Shorty and all that." Who Shorty? James Daniel, move your ass back to guard. Cody Parkey, get your ass back to center. Cody White. Parkey. I mean Cody. Thank you, Co- yeah. Cody White. It's, we'll get to Parkey later. Yeah. But uh, the the fact that the breach, and we've seen that one coming down the middle. I've seen reports, and of course, people have asked. Should Kyle Long be benched? Mm. How about Charles Leno getting a flag every game all the time? God. He had last year two, and he leads the league with five, I believe. Wow, five yeah. doesn't seem enough. Five in five games. He leads the league in five. Uh, I was reading a report on it, and most people consider it the second one. 
They he may not have done the second one, but I'm with you. And especially the thing is, to be honest with you, with Charles Leno, none of us really cared for him that much. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't. Yeah, so I mean, he was a guy that was like I hate to say it, that was kind of forced upon us. And then because there's a rare a scarcity rather of left tackles, the Bears kept him. I mean, we weren't big Massey guys when Massey started playing here. First, we liked Massey because he was a uh, Kyle Long's uh, teammate back at Oregon, right? But as far as what we're getting with this offensive line, they're not protecting the quarterback. They're damn sure going with D's point. They're not helping the run game whatsoever. Not at all. Uh, one thing I was really excited about going into the season with the Bears was going to be the potential of a better run game. Now, Nagy already doesn't like the, the run game, per se. He likes to use everybody in a passing game. And Cohen and, and Montgomery can definitely do that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, the one catch that Montgomery had, yeah, that was on. that was great. I thought it was a wide receiver. I thought it was Miller for a yeah, second. Like, was. I'm like, was oh dope. man, that was Montgomery. That you was know, dope. that was nice. That was nice for but a rookie. For a rookie, running too, back, got up there and took the ball, and that was a great catch, right? But the simple fact of how we are, as Ken said, simpatico on this, no holes. None whatsoever mm-hmm. for Montgomery to get out and do his thing because the first couple of games, even in the preseason a little bit, you saw the signs and you saw the flashes there. It's like, all right, this kid might might have it. Real quick. Yeah. Outside of no holes, and I want you to get back to that, mm-hmm. even when there was a chance where he got to the second level, there was no off of Salaman in the second level. Right. That right. was another thing you saw. Yeah. They're too busy holding at the first level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that it it was very disheartening to see mm-hmm. the offensive line play as as Ken and Ryan uh, definitely talked about, but the run game is something that you definitely need. I tweeted this out: simple football wins, and I was not tweeting in into to uh, in spite of what the Bears were doing, but actually in the praise of what the Raiders were doing. They ran the ball right down the throat. And that let them dictate the flow of the game. Did they make mistakes? Yes, they did. But that let them dictate the flow of the game. You, listen, you don't have to go super pass, 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 pass in the league. You don't need that. Keep it simple. And right now, the Bears cannot keep it simple. But give them props. They didn't abandon the run. They did. They just couldn't. But they can't do it. Yeah, but you know what? In the past, they would have abandoned the run. But you know why I think they had to do that? It's because they understand who's on the center. But... It, but, but I would say, the, way, same, I would say one, the same thing applies if the other guy was under center. Yeah, and, but in Trubisky, you you should never, especially in a close game, you should never abandon the run because what you lead yourself to do in a lot of cases is more mistakes, especially if we're talking about not a great quarterback behind yeah, center. But when you have a quarterback who is more mobile, who is more athletic, who has a stronger arm, mm-hmm. I think it lend. I think it kind of gives Nagy maybe a little false hope. This is my personal opinion. Gives him a little false hope of what false hope on what he can do and then he knows Daniel is limited so he has to go but he's it. a passer though like out of yeah, the two but he's, I mean, out of the two he's a better passer especially in this offense mm, He, I think he's just limited limited in other facets I'm not hey, and it probably I says s- like we need to run the look, ball that's I've my personal opinion I've said know. this to anybody that thought that Daniels was the answer both of these guys are stop gaps stop gaps him and Mr. Trubisky to me, neither is the answer. You know and I brought up last brought up last week the Giants game. As far as when tape got out, 
people start to know what they need to do against Daniels and how they started to play him. And the thing, though, to me, which I I have to give props, and I'm not taking away from you saying that there's not some foolhardy part to Mitch Trubisky and what they Mm -hmm. try to do, but to me, there shouldn't be because he's not good enough for that. I agree with you. But with Daniels, even with this game plan... Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. They didn't abandon the run, which it's even though, for me, it kept them in the game because with both of these quarterbacks, if you just open it up and let them throw they're going to throw picks. And I know that Mitchell Trubisky, as far as his interception numbers, aren't crazy. But even let's remember, we've talked about this, how they put the governor on his butt when he came back last year and didn't open up the offense as much as it was prior to his injury. So that was my biggest part. I'm I'm with you as far as they should run better and the offensive line did not do their part. It's just a play. They they didn't do their part in the run game. Uh, But I I did like the fact that they didn't abandon a run, which is something Matt Nagy has done in the past. Cody Parker returning to the NFL. Titans reportedly, reportedly set to sign the ex-Bears kicker. Nine months after the double-doink former Bears kicker, Cody Parkey is set to return to the NFL, according to the NFL Network. The Titans were flying Parkey into Nashville on Monday with plans to sign him Tuesday. First of all, I don't think Cody Parkey deserves to have people pay for his flights. I think if he wants this job... He needs to spend that damn money himself. They got the bread. We doing you a solid. They nah, got the we ain't got that type of bread for him. Oh, they do. You want this job, loser? Listen, to be honest with damn, you. Damn, you call the man a loser? Oh, facts. Because I didn't like that Good Morning America, I'm oh, going to get out of this contract did. maneuver. That was a pure, I'm getting out of this city. Listen, shout out to his agent. And I know that that probably already that interview was maybe set up. I can't remember the details now. Because I know a lot of people want to interview him right after that. But that was clear. It was going bad all year here for him. Mm-hmm. And he made sure, man, I'm going to keep this bread that they signed me to. They're going to cut me because I'm going to do something I know they're not happy with. And he went straight ahead and did a shot. Look, shout out to him for getting another job. I'm never hating on another man getting his money. Especially uh, on the Bible Belt. Uh, you think uh, that would be a, Thank you. a priority for him? Memphis? Or yeah. Nashville. No, what are you? Nashville. Nashville. Nashville's on the Bible Belt. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Tennessee. I guess so. Definitely. Def- definitely, bro. Hey, uh, get ready to beep this. Parky. All righty. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Dan Davis' show. Off the top. Not the flip. That's all I got to say. All right. <laughs> Richard Sherman says Baker Mayfield snubbed him, but video cast doubt. San Francisco 49ers defensive back Richard Sherman says the Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield snubbed him during the pregame handshake. The video obtained by ESPN appears to show something different. Richard Sherman when we started this off when we saw, first saw this. He was talking about the fact that he was disrespected and that when Baker didn't shake his hand, it was some college Bush League stuff and that he didn't show the type of respect that he, most players do. He mentioned Pat Mahomes and said Pat Mahomes wouldn't do anything like that. But video later came out that today, show Baker Mayfields did shake his hand. I think Richard Sermon went on to say something to the fact of it wasn't the same energy, basically. I thought he said uh, we still shove it up his, you know what. He did say I actually have the uh, t- uh, tweet right now from Richard Sherman. He says, so, so you don't see any difference in the way I shake everyone else's hand and the guy who stands back with a petty shake was BS and I took offense to it, then turn, then turn and runs off. It's not a big, it's not that big of a deal. So basically said he gave him a weak handshake. Yeah, if it wasn't that big of a deal, why did you bring it up Richard, in the first place? Come on, Richard. This Got is, him another this is kind of petty, Richard. It was. But it was. That's it, kind of his thing. That's what I'm about to yeah, say. Yeah. It kind fuels, of his It feeds him a little bit. Him. It fuels him. It fuels him. You mad, bro? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's pretty petty, but, Man, you know. he's, he's, but people don't like. But people don't like Baker, though. He's damn near killed Michael Cap- Crabtree's career. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> he damn near like Crabtree mad me straight after that. He got cut recently. Didn't he got he? cut twice this season. Yes, right? from Baltimore and the Cardinals. Yeah. They watch the game film against Richard Sherman. That's what they keep bringing that up. They keep showing, man, don't you Let's ever. prepare for the 49ers. Oh, oh. man, we got to cut Michael Krabs. <laughs> Tim, just bring his book in here. Bring his playbook in here. 49 is balling out. They are, man, 4 no. I just don't know if that's smoke and mirrors, but. Don't we'll worry, we'll get What's to it later. Smoke and mirrors, bro? We'll get to it. Huh? What? What's the real Yeah, problem? yeah, Dole, we got to get into that oh. on Around the League later yeah, you on. Gotta, you ain't got to bring that they up. They put more gray in your beard. They did. Believing in that BS. All right. <laughs> Penn State football coach James Franklin defends Jonathan Sutherland after DB gets a letter criticizing his dreadlocks. Uh, Jonathan Sutherland, this is the, the, the quote, is one of the most respected players in our program. Franklin said in defense of the player at his weekly conference. For anybody that doesn't know the letter, in the letter written by Johnstown, Jonestown, Pennsylvania resident David Peterson, who signed his name, props to that. Sutherland, Sutherland's hair and appearance and demeanor are criticized. Peterson said in the letter, that he and his wife missed the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your well, awful hair. Surely there must be mirrors in the locker room. Don't you have parents or a girlfriend who've told you the shoulder-length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive? Uh, um, I like the Idaho mention. Yeah. Kind of all you need to know. Letter well-written. To not be offensive, but was very offensive. Was offensive as hell. Oh, uh, but I don't think he was trying to be. A I don't think he was trying to be offensive. I think this is one of those privileged, ignorant moments where you don't mm. realize that you don't realize what you're saying. People, people, you don't realize that you and American culture looks at things through a Eurocentric lens. So another culture's hairstyles to you are automatically ugly because I, and not to say he may not feel like he may shoulder length straight blonde hair may not be attracted to it. But I bet you it wouldn't be as jarring as dreadlocks. And I, I have to say this is not a knock on. He got some long ass dreadlocks like them bad boys is about to his his stomach. OK, it was all right. It was been natty. Oh Lord, have mercy! I didn't know this. The history <laughs> is it of- nostalgia? Just wanting the what? the fifties yes. look? It yeah, it definitely is what it is. Definitely is. Why can't we just have the white more, skin? You know why? Because <laughs> y'all was raping kids back then, Joe Pond. I know, right? Somebody just. What about those days? Well, number one, it's that nice man sand. <laughs> I didn't know the name. Well, dreadlocks comes from the simple fact that the Europeans seeing the locks on the, uh, I don't know, the Africans or Caribbeans, I forget who it were, they would say, oh, those are dreadful. So the term right there, dreadlocks, is even a very, it has a negative connotation to it. So that's why I would just promote everybody to say locks. Two. Oh, hell no, dude. We ain't doing that. No, that's what people call them, though. People call them locks. I'm, I call them, but I'm going to call them dreadlocks, too. Oh, I, I think when you was going to grow them out, they was dreadlocks. I said locks. I think you was doing dreadlocks. Actually, uh, an update on my hair. I'm just going to keep it shaved from now on. Oh, I'm, no, duh. Yeah, I'm just going to shave it. <laughs> I'm just going to shave it. You know, they invented a hat for ball. You see that no, after no. the... Uh, I'm just going to shave it. I the dress didn't no, no, happen. The, the he hat? went to the, the beard... I already had a beard, though. The, uh, not the full grown-in style. Yeah. Have you heard about yeah. this hat, though? The hat that gives you hair? It gets, sends electrical signals to your brain and it starts That's growing. all right, man. I'm just going to shave. I'm just going to have it. I'm just going with the slick for now. Yeah. Just going with the slick. I cut it all off. It's kind of growing back a little bit. A little stubbles on there. I'm just going to get some, the cream and the razor. I'm just going to shave my hair from around for now on. It's done. You're always, I'm done. You're always giving up. I'm done. Don't say that about him. No, I don't <laughs> give up. I just know where I'm defeated. 
And Father Time has caught up with me, and I'm defeated. So for now on, it's going to be just a slick head. That's it. Slick. In the winter time? Yeah, man, I'm done. I'm done, man. That wind whipping off the lake. That's all right. I got hats. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I got hats. I'm, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Also, too, uh, going back to the story. You know what everybody should do? Hopefully, it, this would be this would be really good if they put the address of this dude. They get the address of this guy. Dang. And everybody just send him pictures of famous black people with locks. Hmm, that's not a bad one. Just send them pictures. Like, you know that wasn't happen. Whoopi. Yeah, somebody's going to do something to his house. You know what I'm saying? Bob yeah. Marley. Just send, send him a whole bunch of just pictures with just black folks. You don't like dreadlocks? How Here's a bomb. This? How about this? Even this will really throw him off a white person with some locks. Oh, that might really throw him into a tizzy. Well, he might like that because it's cultural appropriation. Ah, mm. he'd be like, I didn't know they came nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> right back. Somebody well, I didn't me. know y'all did this. Oh, my God. Oh, it's you all right, do, then. You should do it like Steve. Oh, boy, that looks good with that white skin. <laughs> <laughs> it goes uh, well with this pale skin. Uh, yeah, this is, this is very racist. That guy knew what he was doing. All you, right. just, you just don't say that. Closing out the off the top. Kevin Durant says the Knicks can't rely on past success. Not as cool with young players, he says. This is the quote he was on with uh, Ebro in the morning. I think a lot in New York. I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of fans look at the Knicks as a brand and expect these younger players in their lifetime don't remember the Knicks being good. Durant said Tuesday in an in-studio interview, Hot 97 in New York. I've seen the Knicks in the finals, but kids coming up after me didn't see that. So the whole brand of the Knicks is not as cool. And let's just as, as let's just say Golden State Warriors or the Lakers or the Nets. Now, he says, did y'all see the Twitter exchange with people going back at him? Mm-hmm. Man, New York was talking about that beat his ass in the street. Oh man, whatever. But Durant was so funny. He was like, "When, like, when are you ever gonna get the chance to do that or whatever?" Right? <laughs> he was like, that's "Dude, a good, that's a good one." And he was like, "Something you mad because I'm living in your head." And like, he was Durant was going back at them. Oh, Durant is great on. And Twitter. they was trying to come at him like, "Man, don't you don't if Knicks fans gonna be all in the stands?" And he's like, "I I guess, but I think there'll be a decent amount." Of, it was he was trolling them very well. His uh, his reply trolls were very good. Laura, I watched the interview this morning. Uh, Laura Styles, uh, one of the co-hosts with uh, Ebro and um, Rosenberg, uh, basically asked him like, "So what is the whole? You know, saying people have a kind of mis... No, no. I think Rosenberg asked a question. She did ask about social media, and he was like, "I love it." He said, "It's a part of the game. You know, what I'm saying it's a part of the culture. It's a part of the NBA culture. It has really changed." But he said, "But I love social media." I didn't see the comments. He was kind of going back and forth with people, so that's pretty good. But uh, the, the interview itself was good. But he definitely was like, and that's a, it's a valid point. The Knicks haven't been good for about what? ever. Well, they, but these, uh, you know, the point. I'm is, talking about the height of what he's talking about. If that you been like twenty the, years ago. Think about it, if you didn't, years if ago. you didn't see Knicks Bulls. So if Michael Jordan's his height was before your time, then you didn't see great. You Knicks. You didn't see great Knicks. Like they were very good Knicks. When did they go you to the finals? Yeah, but even they went '98. They went the oh, year after the bull after the Bulls. They uh, lost. They went to at the strikes shorter let, season. Let me ask you guys something. Ninety nine. The year after the Bulls. Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah. Let me ask you guys something. Does anyone even care about that? Next is it kind of like the Rockets now? How they always lose to the Warriors, and we're gonna look back and be like, who cares about that Rockets team? Even though they were really good, they really didn't do anything. No, that no. Knicks is it kind of like listen, that. Listen, did you well, see? I don't know. Did you see the Morris twin hit uh, Anderson in the head with the ball? He smacked mm-hmm. him, gave him a pumpkin. Oh, Boom, he get off me. Doinked them, and he was basically like. <laughs> That was kind of fun. Us Knicks ain't taking that ish. And I actually retweeted it out. 
because I was like, if they going if they because their things is they're going to be the '90s Knicks, and I was like, Adam Silver may as well suspend them now, but I'm here for all of that. Yeah. So the thing is this, yeah, ninety like if you look at how the bad boys are viewed in a way. The Knicks are a continuation of that, basically. And it and was then it kind of seeped down to Miami for a little, exactly because of Pat Riley. Pat Riley. So the Knicks, so that, so it's a kind of a mindset of old NBA. So that's the thing with like '90s Knicks, because it was like kind of like we may not be as finesse. they had great teams. They had very good teams. The problem with the '90s they Knicks ran to the bull. They should have. Yeah. I mean, they also lost to Reggie though. But they should have knocked. They, yeah. The thing is, they never gave. Patrick Ewan a true second all-star. Right. Like, Stark should have been the third best player on that team. Right. He shouldn't have been the second best player. And Allen Houston and Latrell came that way was at too the late. End, yeah, that was the Patrick end, Ewan though. was done. He was yeah. done then. Yeah, so... I mean, that year, though, Latrell, Spreewell, uh, uh, Houston, mm-hmm. Johnson, who else was on those teams? Was Kurt Thomas on that team? Kurt Thomas might have been on that team. They went to the finals, but they played the Spurs, and that was that was the, the start of the dynasty of the San Antonio. They had Charlie Ward. You too. said Johnson. They had what's the name from uh, Syracuse? Charlie Ward might have been on that team too. What's yeah. the name from Syracuse? Who? Oh, what was what's the name that played for Syracuse? A small forward I used to like when he was. Gary Coleman. No, he was a powerful. Anthony Mason. No, 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 no. Uh, rest in no. peace, Anthony Mason. Yeah, the real. I don't think Anthony Mason was on that team. They went to the finals. You said in '99. I don't think so. I don't know. They might not have. I don't think he, he might was on not that have. Team. He may have been in Charlotte then. Because he left. He got a free agent deal to go to yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, he left. I don't think he was on that team. But that was, but, but to your question about are we when we look at Houston the same way those Knicks, I mean, possibly, I guess. Um, like, because if let's say you were young and you saw the Bulls Knicks, it's not like you're like, man, I really respect those Knicks and the way they competed against the Bulls. I really like that franchise. Everybody was like, man, it sucks to like New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just ran up against the wrong. They, they were just in the wrong time. And to create, to I went point, to Canada. You know how many people help. you say you're help. from Chicago? Michael Jordan, the Bulls. That's it their still first resonates. thing. It still resonates. But that and somebody actually on Twitter said the same thing. He's like Kevin Durant said. Like what what Kevin Durant said about the Knicks can be said about the Bulls. And I'm like, no, nah, not necessarily because you still have a lot of these young kids grew up with Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose had a good five year run here in Chicago. You know, and he's still oh, beloved. A lot of people love beloved, but you still had Joe Ken Noah. So they still it had another run. They definitely unfortunately they ran into LeBron James. That was the issue. You know, saying so they kind of came back. It's a big of an issue. It's a pretty big issue. <laughs> so they ran into the same thing that um we ran I mean the Knicks ran to back when the Bulls were here with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and all those guys. Uh, so that part I won't necessarily agree with. The Bulls still have somewhat of a, a relevance. Katie's know. right. That franchise is old, and who cares? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could be good again. They could possibly be good again because all you need yeah, is yeah. When they talent. get a new owner, you know what? Honestly, I I disagree with that. I think everything starts with the draft. If you have a good GM and a draft picks, and When's you the last can time get, and you can get lucky, and you can get lucky. Cause listen. We just said it right here about Jerry Reinsdorf. John Wallace was the player. John, okay. We just said it right here with uh, with uh, Jerry Reinsdorf. Talking about, uh, I don't know if we got into it, but you know. No, we haven't gotten to the last. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to it later. But Jerry Reinsdorf, uh, a lot of people nag him. Talking about, oh man, you know what? You know what I'm saying? You're cheap. You didn't do this. You don't care about it. Whatever like that. Listen, they had a comparable GM and they got lucky in the draft. That can change a franchise. That was and before Reinsdorf on the team, bro. Well, no, Michael that's Jordan. before Cross got here. Yeah, yeah. Rise up on the team. Cross wasn't here. Exactly. So I'm just saying, though, you have a comparable GM, a comfortable, uh, a smart GM. You get a, a coach, and you have draft picks. Well, also, how to buy something. a franchise with Michael Jordan in it? 
Yeah, but he only got it for like twenty million dollars, which is a lot of money. Granted, yeah, but he started his franchise with Michael Jordan, and he hasn't done anything since. Yeah, yeah, true. But like I said, though, he's but the bull. Think about how many good owners and how many bad owners there are. Mark Cuban, I believe, is a good owner, and he only has one championship. Yeah, well, look at the Lakers; they had a good owner, and now they have a bad owner, and they have yeah. But the thing about my, but think about that though: they're in SoCal, and everybody wants to go to SoCal. That's the difference. We weren't saying that before this past off season. Why doesn't anybody want to go to L.A. anymore? Well, that's because of Kobe. Well, it was because of the owner and nobody in Beyonce. Nobody wouldn't want to pay with Kobe. Nobody wanted to play with Kobe. Basically, they couldn't Kobe. pay anybody else not old, was paying Kobe. Not old Kobe. Yeah. So nobody. Why are you going to go to a team that you know can't win and the player's going to take more shots than you and you have to deal with his BS? Even though it was kind of like, okay, let's wait until the old man Kobe gets out of there. It's going to open it up. And all it took was LeBron James. Like, yeah, I go to L.A. And they're like, man, I want to go to L.A. It's very few markets that have that. But if you have a smart GM, a good coach, a damn great coach, and good draft picks, you can turn your season around. All right, that was our first off the top. Next up, we're going to break down this Bears Raiders game. Oh, man, that was sad. Off top. Oh, off the top. That's going to be the argument. <laughs> D and Davis Show. Hey, this is Rich Campbell from the Chicago Tribune, and you're listening to the D and Davis Show. D and Davis Show. All right, we are back. Uh, we gotta talk about those bears. Hey, listen, I don't have a disco in here. I don't have a disco. Well, let's all start dancing. Hey, say this, man. I'm 56 years old. That's the most fun I've ever had tonight, man. I am so proud of you. You have no idea. I mean, we've been through a roller coaster already, but what you proved today is one thing. You can beat anybody, anywhere, on any time zone. You got we're going to have a great flight home. Huh? We have some injuries. Huh? Uh, I want everybody to have a great bye week. Uh-huh. You have a whole week off. Go all the way over to London. And shout out to all the folks from Chicago that went over there, too. Had a very, very good showing. Yeah, shout out to Shakia. To go watch Shakia, that. Uh, JP was over there. We had... Uh, Fia. Fia was over her there. World tour. Yeah, I mean, she just out there just living her best good life. For her. Yeah. Uh, quite a few uh, Jason Goff He was over there Sarah Spain was over there A lot of people from Chicago media Was over there Having a good time uh, So it was good And, it, and if, if from the sounds of it you, If you were watching the game It sounded like A Chicago Bears home game Although it was A Raiders home game <laughs> Who is traveling to London To go see the Raiders Hey man, you got some and that's hard Raiders fans. On the other side of the country, you got some hard, you got some hardcore Raiders fans, yeah, man. Ain't that hardcore? Especially, and you guys couldn't find sitters, especially with their team there, leaving. Right? Who would have, who had a sitter? Us? I was saying, you guys, I would have took my. You kids. couldn't get your sitters. That's why you didn't go oh, to London. I took my kids with all your media passes. Uh, I, I mean, I think we definitely would have had some good connections out there to definitely do some stuff. But that's like a four grand trip, three to four stacks, easily, easily. My cousin you may be able to get for twenty five, maybe twenty five. About twenty, because you got to think. No, you know let's what? say if the flight's a grand. Let's just say if the flight's a grand. No, actually, you only my buddy there. said you saw a, a, a flight for six hundred. Okay, so because you only got to stay there for a day, and you may stay there the weekend. Well, you probably gonna do the weekend. You got so that's you another. Do the let's say that's another grand there. Yeah, without food, sixteen. Then let's just say you spend yeah, about two stacks. Yeah, and then you you spend about three hundred there. Yeah, this is better talk than the Bears game. Oh, good facts. Man. Listen, my one of my dream, uh, one of I ain't gonna say dream, but one of my life goals to see the Bears in London. Uh, no, they can keep that. The Browns, uh, <laughs> taking the Browns. Um, uh, no, one of my life goals is to get over to London. I really want to go to London. Uh, I think this would have been a great trip to do it, but just couldn't. couldn't Are you a big Indian fan? Indian food fan? 
I'll mind it. I'll mind it. Don't mind it. That's their their national, national dish. dish. Really? Yeah, yes. tiki masala. No, yes, it is. Yeah, that's why. Going. And that's why they enacted Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing? Uh, we are tired of this. I was gonna go for the fish and chips. No, it's tiki masala. Apparently, they the they've tea, gone way down tea. on fish and chips, especially really? in downtown London. You gotta go. It's like it's like deep dish is really Chicago's dish. I just want some fish and chips. Give me some tea. I'm a tea guy. Give me all the blends of different teas over there. A little biscuit. I live it up. No yeah, tiki the, the masala. Foods, huh? The gastro scene has improved over the last 15 years because really the UK in general really isn't known for its food. But yeah. even I, I, I'm, I'm not going Ireland over there for the and all those places. The gastro scene is really improved. Yeah, over I'm going over there. But I don't know if London. I'm going to kick it. I don't know if London is where I want to. I remember after his auntie came to visit, they went to London. 15 years ago mm-hmm. and she was like yeah we want to go back and I was like y'all went she her two kids in the afternoon went uh, she had to go for work I don't know like it just doesn't seem like it's a ton of stuff really to do there oh man I think it probably is it's man. so many other like I, I would maybe probably I would put Paris probably over there but I would put like Italy and Greece really if I'm talking about Europe I would put them over in London. I'm with you. Like, I, because it's, I just feel like it's more, it's, it's a, the, I can experience a way of life uh, in a different way. Uh, you think it's too, you think it's too common for us? Yes. Over? I think it's, okay. outside of the accent, I think it's closer to how we live in the metropolis it is. here. It probably is. So that's why it wouldn't stand out to me. But anyway, getting back to the Bears. Game. Yes. They, I wanted to run they down lost some the numbers game. real quick. Yeah, they lost the game 24 to 21. All right. Points per play, the Bears are 28th with 17.4. Yeah. Yards per play, the Bears are 30th with 4.5. Passer rating, they're at 86.3, which is 24th. Yards per attempt, 5.2, which is 30th. This is all offensive numbers. <laughs> Wrestling yards per game, 80.6, which is 26th. <laughs> yards per rush, 3.4, which is 29th. Sucks. Getting to where we opened up in the first quarter. The Bears defense didn't have a terrific game. Uh, one thing outside of definitely Jacobs was running and the other uh, backup looking good, running well. But and I brought and that first, up last week too. But they were playing him well initially. They had, they stopped him a lot. They, he had some runs, but they stopped him a lot. The thing too, man, Chucky, he was West Coast in the hell. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of passes that are basically runs. Uh, David Carr, who will probably be a bear. They're fleet. They they're, they're making deals with us now. Not no. Philip Rivers. You got to put it in the universe. I said the Derek Carr thing. He's not leaving. You did. Philip Rivers. He's not leaving. Philip Rivers. His key just had another kid. Um, it's all right. Bring him here. But the fact that the, the he line. He is taking a bus from San Diego to LA and he's going to move across the country. And take a bus to Chicago. Nope. Philip he's Rivers. taking a bus so he can get back and forth and see his family and everything. The Raiders rushed for 169 yards and had two touchdown drives of 90 or more yards. And Man. one of them was in the fourth quarter towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Nagy is searching for answers in the running game. This is from the Tribune. He believes he has identified a key to the ongoing struggles. Naturally, he doesn't want to identify it. Thinks this is Brad Biggs and tip off the future opponents to such as the Saints, Chargers, the Eagles, Lions, or Rams on the schedule that is about to turn. In this article, they talked about there was going to be a lot of self-evaluation and figuring out what were some of the tendencies that hasn't been necessarily working out and also the uh, the groups that they've been implementing and how they haven't necessarily been working out. This is a bye week for the Bears. Uh, they were 3-2 last year at this time after five games. Um, but still, the Bears should be four and and uh, one is what they really should be. They should be. They should have beaten the Raiders. They actually almost came back and won this game. Yeah. But my biggest thing with the Bears goes into 
Ryan Pace is setting himself up for failure. Mm. The fact that you didn't insulate your quarterback situation. I know most teams don't carry three or don't suit up three. And chances are Chase McDaniels wouldn't make it to a practice team. But the fact that you didn't put a credible backup behind Mitch, if you're going to do this all Mitch thing during this championship window with this what defense, do you think Daniel is though. He's not a credible backup, dude. Mm. He's like a credible backup isn't a guy that's just been behind a guy that doesn't never get to play. Or even looking at it like this, what did the team that he played most for, the Saints? What did they do about their backup situation in years past? They went out and got a guy that was a real starter who had just gotten hurt. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. And actually, yeah. think about this. They didn't even just go get him, get him. They saw how well he was playing for the Jets, the Jets in preseason and was like, bring that over here. They insulated themselves knowing, you know what, Drew Brees oh. is old. What? But is that a knock on Nagy or is that a knock on Pace? I just said this is a Pace thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just said okay. this is a failure of Ryan Pace. Okay, okay. No, this is a fa- – and even if Ryan Pace being the head has to – pressure naggy that we need this because we only have so many bites at the apple and you sat here dog i'm not dissing chase Daniels. i'm not saying you don't need him in the quarterback room all right that's not what i'm saying but you don't need him to be the guy that's supposed to play significant games after mitchell trubisky now i know you don't want to put pressure on this mr trubisky but for the rest of this team you should have put some pressure on mitchell trubisky hmm um yeah i agree with that i think you i think he hasn't Deserve the 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 amount of uh, I want to say praise and uh, the fact of how comfortable his situation is mm-hmm. when it comes to the starting position with the Bears. But that goes to the point of we said this a thousand times. Hey, listen, they traded up for him. They're going to try to make him into the guy as long as they think he is the guy, or they're trying to they're going to try to keep selling this to the fans. Like, listen, this is the dude. We believe in him. We believe in him. We believe in him. We have a quarterback problem in Chicago. Facts. We have a quarterback problem. It's called problem. Deshaun Watson's in Houston. Basically. Not even looking at Patrick Mahomes. Can't look at Patrick Mahomes because nobody knew he could Nobody that. saw that coming. And we didn't have a guy in John Fox that could fix it. Exactly. Nobody saw that coming. But Deshaun Watson? And he's on here now giving you basically a play-by-play breakdown of how plays are going. And just like, whoa, now he's breaking from the from the from the standpoint of just seeing it and being able to decipher it so people so the fans and media can understand that's making you look even bad I mean looking making you look even worse right now uh, but it's definitely a, a quarterback problem here in Chicago and they gotta figure out what they're gonna do he will own Chicago I know we said this last week who John Watson oh, he, oh my god he would, it would be like Derrick Rose back you know what somebody and credit to this person and also credit to uh, David Kaplan, ESPN Chicago, for not just jumping off of it. A few weeks ago, I think I was on my way to the dentist and I was riding the car and somebody asked, like, hey, are we going to acknowledge the racial component of why Facts. they signed and went after Mitchell Trubisky, somebody who they did. Nobody really knew who he was. And uh, over, and over I, I can't say it. people didn't know. He not remember, to the masses of football fans. Well, people that were scouting people football, John Watson. People, did. but now people that were scouting what? football. Because remember, I I did the Mitch scouting early. People that were scouting football knew he was in that realm, and that 
due to the fact that Watson wasn't solidified as far as people worrying about his body. Because mm-hmm. at this point, Patrick Mahomes was still not. You did, just didn't know. Yeah, people you knew didn't he think, had skills. People didn't like, think yeah, someone could figure Patrick Mahomes out. Right. And also, credit to Patrick Mahomes, people didn't think Patrick Mahomes could figure it out. Right. Patrick Mahomes is a case in what we see in basketball where some people are better suited for the pros, pros than they are college. for college. Yeah. But the, the people did know about Mitch. But still, to your, I think about that. That. I wonder if, and it's not, man, Ryan Pace is a racist, but I think we don't still acknowledge things that go on in our subconscious Mm -hmm. and that in your subconscious, it's not, no, it's not, it hasn't been, um, layman's terms thought of as black quarterbacks are intelligent one. All right. And also that black quarterbacks, even though Mr. Trubisky is athletic, may do it more off of athleticism than they do off of IQ. And how long is that going to last and if it is going to work? So I think that's kind of the point you're alluding to. Right. It's kind of like, okay, you saw this even more just kind of basic. You saw what this did. This dude did in college against Alabama. He sit against Alabama. Basically, who was it? His coach? Who? Uh, uh, who Dabble, Dabble, Dabble basically Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Basically, Michael Jordan. Listen, football. He's not. He's not Michael Jordan. But it ain't crazy when you see him play. Like, you get you get more of what Dabo was meaning. Exactly. And you had that sitting there, and they decided to go to a guy who had just only played what thirteen games in college. Yes, I think he was maybe trying to be a little bit. I'm gonna find the diamond sleuthing. and and sleuthing, and I'm like, I'm gonna find a dude that nobody's talking about. I'm gonna go up and get him, and everybody gonna be like, damn, you got him! Oh my god, you were so smart. Nah, dude. As I said before, running the ball is simple. Finding the guy, seeing the guy who did it on the biggest stage against the biggest team, and one. That's very simple, and that's who you draft. So, beyond that point, I think it's something that we had to talk about, and a lot of people, I think, don't want to acknowledge that. But there's an issue, and they need to figure it out. Don't pay this kid his money. Mm-mm. That money, we're talking about a contract, because he's going to be looking for a contract after what? After next season? You better off finish paying all these guys who are about to come up yes and going and drafting drafting one of these kids. drafting somebody it will keep you at a level it will keep you in this window and maybe you can get a vet that can come in here and stabilize it for a sec but you will make a drastic mistake but you won't but this thing though can you won't have that high of a pick because the team is too good you can move up I mean, because the thing trade, about this, trade again, make more trade. Well, yeah. You won't have a first round pick. Yeah, but I'll be the honest with you. And again, we may not want Nagy to be. I'm not Nagy. Uh, Pace, Pace to be the guy to make this decision. But there are going to be guys. There are guys that are the third quarterback in this upcoming draft that people are high on. Now it may not be next year. I mean, it may not be uh, this year coming up. But what about Josh Fields coming out of uh, Ohio State? Like there are a few. Like from when is From going to be up? Because you got Trevor this year. You got what about the Malloy kid down there, at LSU? Like it's this year. It's a lot of cats for real. If you're looking at now in college basketball, I mean football, football. it's a, it's some cats. Dog, dog, you don't have to. They go. might not go past the first round. Then I was gonna say this though. Looking at the Bears right now, who's to say they're gonna be picking at the 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 very bottom of the first round? Well, they don't have a first round pick. Facts. They got to make that deal. Though. They have two second round picks. We trade next year's. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were and everybody out there listening, uh, hey, you can also hit us up on Twitter. Please hit us up on Twitter at D and David Show. Hit us up on Facebook.com for us D Force. Hit us up on Facebook for uh Facebook.com forward slash D and David Show. Uh Ken, let me ask you this question then. So 
if you were Pace, you're looking at quarterbacks coming out this upcoming draft and next year. Mm. So, and that if that's the case, then you're done. But don't with you Mitch. think that was always the plan? I feel like this. It, we're they were talking the about plan. this when we drafting all the time. They didn't no, draft but anybody. He did, but he, they didn't draft anybody. What you want me to say? He said that we're gonna be drafting a quarterback every year. Every year, and you, and of course, we knew that wouldn't be probably in the top three rounds. But you're saying that you're gonna be fishing for Tom Brady in the latter yeah. rounds if you have a decent quarterback, is what you're basically saying. Look, kind of what you see with the Patriots and what we grew up seeing the uh, the, the Green Bay Packers, Packers do. you know, like stuff like that. And he has he didn't do that. He hasn't lived up to that. I listen. It's just no reason for us to double down. I think Pace has enough equity built up that Mitch not working out won't get him fired. Signing Mitch though will because we're going to go through get that, that period. Ass fired. Yeah, we're going to go through that period of waiting till there's less money on Mitch's contract to get from up under his contract. On top of that, looking at all the players that we couldn't keep. But like, look, let's let's extrapolate this. When's Bilal Nichols going to get his money? We were just talking mm, three we, years. We were just talking, but you can start getting to these guys earlier. We were just talking. Eddie Jackson's a Eddie big Jackson. one. We were just talking about a uh, um um Roy Robertson Harris. Yeah, and he's that, one. They may not be able to sign him after this season. Allen Robinson's another one. Yeah, look, you can start to set this team up. You can be a better version of what Minnesota was because I'll say this: you're not Minnesota from two years ago. Because Case Keenum was heating the league up that year. He was an MVP. You don't have that. So you're not even. But what you do have is a better supporting cast. Because this is before. That was Diggs and Thielen's kind of coming out party or whatever. Mm -hmm. But a better cast around them that you can hold on to and supplement the quarterbacks that you want to use. One to grow with. One that right now you deem could, could just be. Listen. To be honest, and I know it does, it's not sexy. The Bears would be pretty damn good with a game manager that has a de- decent, good deep ball on them. Yeah, if you had Gardner Minshew, they'd look pretty good. You know I love that Minshew. No, I, yeah. I'm being serious when yeah. I say that. It's, yeah. And it's just, I know we're beating a dead horse because we just had this game and where we're going back and see the quarterback and people could sit there and talk about what the defense did. Defense is not going to be impeccable. And this they can't offense of in, in uh, NFL Defense is not going to be impeccable every week. And uh, so you're going to get games like that, but you were hoping it wouldn't become from a lesser team like the Raiders. But, oh, okay, hold on now. To go to the Raiders. I think I said this last week. Are people overlooking the Raiders? Define overlook. They're better than what people... They're better than what people probably think. Now, um, I did a um, a Bears pod with... uh, Cal Means, uh, editorial director of WeAreRegalRadio.com, and we both was kind of saying this. I think, no, the question was who has more juice or who has more to prove or play for in this game? I said the Raiders because the, from the team's aspect of it, people still looking at them, man, listen, y'all the Raiders. Y'all had A.B. That was a trash show. John, uh, uh, Gruden don't know what he doing. He behind the times and y'all this and y'all that. They have more of a rally cry of trying to make this happen and make this work for them. That offensive line looks pretty damn good. It's and always no it all what? it always it had been. Right. But the last couple years, one people pointed out during the Colin Kaepernick situation that perhaps David Carr said something to his offensive line. Mm-hmm. But their yeah, yeah, their yeah, offensive yeah. line was compatible to the Dallas offensive line. So they, they had, had one of the best 
top three or four offensive line. But now you NFL. have Jacobs. You just said uh, Chucky uh, West Coast, West Coast at all. West Coasted that bad. West Coasted up. New and West Coast, not they, old West Coast. New and they West did Coast. this with some of their top receivers. Now Two of their top receivers are out. So they might be a little bit better than what people. I'm no, not saying they're going to win the division. The times haven't not, passed. The times have not passed John Gruden. So that the, at least that part is fake. fake. Yeah. The times hasn't hasn't passed Gruden. He's able to do something with some talent. He straightened Carr out. Yeah. He straightened Carr. I want Carr. you to do this. Yeah. He, he looks good. They're three and two. Yeah. In a division that I'm you think. I'm not saying that they're going to win a division. I don't think they're nowhere near the talent of and KC. That's without, they're and, not. But they're better than what people think. And that's, wild card can that's without planning your whole offense around AB. Mm. Yeah. Good point. No, they're not a wild card contender. They won't be. I definitely don't think they will. No, they won't be. Are they the second best team in their own division? Yes. No, they're not. I don't think so either. The Chargers. No? The Chargers. Are you still, still think the Chargers are better? Yeah, Chargers are better. Okay. All right. Because they still don't have uh, what's his name from Florida State back. When is he coming back? Uh, the safety. You talking about the cornerback? Uh, yeah, safety. Oh, Derwin James. Derwin James. James. I don't know, but he's a game. He was out indefinitely. So yeah, but they don't have him back. They just got Gordon back to throw in there, even though Eckler's been doing well and Jackson. Jackson was hurt. Uh, my man's Mike Williams. Man, I damn near want him to retire because he be getting hurt. <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, uh Dewan Watson, Deshaun Watson, Watson. And, and and that team. Yeah, uh, man, listen, man, Mike Williams. I've loved Mike Williams since he he went off on Alabama. Man, he be getting hurt. I was watching that game and it was like Mike Williams, bro. And now he had he had neck injuries at school and he, since he's been back when he first got drafted. And it's just one of those things. But still getting back to the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Uh listen, for them, really good game. Uh Gruden also to add on to the lump on what you're saying, it was the Cleo Mack game. Yeah. And, and he didn't we really we really didn't show up. And he did club dub afterwards. I don't know yeah. if we could say Mac didn't show up. Well, no, no. I'm saying this is you. You. I think people went in because you like, know, the oh key, man, he about to go came, off. They came in on team. him like it's cr- and that's his old. Like you just saying, that's his old. That's the old line he used to go up. Mm-hmm. They know we can't let him get off on this game. Right. They went. They got off the bus like stop Mac. Yeah. Stop and not Mac to say that everyone else doesn't do that, but the, uh, the, his former teammates, you're gonna have a bit more oh, as far as going after that guy and trying to prove that you don't need him along with what you And you saying. have more of a team looking at that besides one guy looking mm-hmm. at that. I mean, you had the Bears who actually want to get behind their leader and Cleo Mack. They want to try to make him look good. But you're going to be it's a whole entire team is like, yeah, man, we got something to prove right here. And he was just saying and last I, year. We forget that. It seems like two yeah. years because he got him at the beginning before the season start. But, I mean, he wasn't in camp, but he was their teammate last preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, uh, but the bigger question is, what are the Bears going to do from here? They have a bye this upcoming week. They have to go look in the mirror, try to figure out exactly what they need to do. Mm-mm. Well, did you see the uh, Little Brad Biggs report uh, with Alex Bars? They uh, New England wanted to take him off the practice squad, but mm. apparently the Bears ponied up some money and he decided to stay mm. here. So people are kind of wondering, does that mean maybe he gets a shot at coming in, getting some playing time, especially to, with they need to how long, Ted Ooh. Larson injuries? One, uh, they need to bring Mitch back. 
Is this show that, that this chatter shoulder? of Chase Daniel over Mitch? That's done with. Oh yeah, but, who but we saw it? it right. We saw that, that in the actual I mean, game. Somebody said that to me. I said neither one of them are the end. Like, don't lie to yourself. We've seen this story before, and that's but Mitch is Hold on, hold on. I yeah. think some people didn't necessarily think that they were the answer. Said who was the better option? I, to me, well, I don't even think it's a question. It's Mitch. Yeah. Because Mitch, but to think, you know a, the problem with that. Because this is the other thing. Because yeah. what you just said, you have to at least figure out what he is. So that's you what I was gotta gonna say. play. That's that's what that's the key that I'm getting to. Mm. We need to solve this right now because we're what's not gonna his go, ceiling. We yeah. know what Chase's yeah, ceiling is. We're not going to go into next year still talking about what Mitch can yeah. do. Or and if you are, you're going to be lying through your teeth, or you're going to be, or dead you got on. Plan B. That's what I'm about. So that's what I'm saying when I say you got to go to Mitch. But also to your point, one thing though compared to last year to this year with the, the difference between them, last year we had track Mitch. We haven't seen track Mitch. They won't let him. Is it they won't let him or his hesitance? I think it's a little bit of both. Or, or sometimes maybe there's the defense, lanes and or he freezes. Maybe the defense knows that's coming. They remember, they, remember y'all, they, got a whole, they have Mitch, a whole I mean, year. They know they Lamar Jackson. Year on they know Lamar Jackson's coming too. But but Lamar, I mean, Mitch ain't Lamar though. But I'm just still saying they know. Listen, they know Mitch Russell Wilson. Mitch is pretty athletic. Though. The point that we're making is they know running quarterbacks are running, but yet those quarterbacks are See, still running. I think maybe this is a, a detriment that he's doing. I think that's partly Mitch. I think Mitch wants to be a thrower. That's what I'm saying. It's his hesitance. Because last year, and last year sometimes he would take off too early. All right? So I'm, 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 I know it's a growing, a growing phase. But this year, there are times when Mitch, off the first look, when that pocket's collapsing, if Mitch takes off or in a waggle, if Mitch took off, he's up. He waits. And he lets, he, he, uh, he lets contain get back in place. And that's the real problem when you watch him now on the few times. There hasn't been a whole bunch he could have ran, but there's at least four times where you're like, damn, Mitch should have ran right that sound like and now that you're sound throwing like coaching in. to me. That sound like he coaching. can't even run now because he's injured with that labrum. You don't want him running around. No, because there'll be nothing. It's a shoulder. And okay. Be, even though it's not his throwing shoulder, there'll be nothing to re-injure it. All right. Same so, way he injured it. So you saying playing. <laughs> Running. Well, no, he's got to play. It's not even a question. I mean, if he's healthy, hell yeah. I mean, and also, again, that's not his throwing shoulder. Right. All right, wrap the hell out of that. Stick it. Let's go, Emmitt Smith. Hit it. All right, mm. like no, dude. Like it's. Let's get this. Let's He's gotta go. Yeah, let's find out because, damn near, we we're facing. And I know this is early and it's dark. We're facing a wasted season right here. Mm. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. When it comes to this defense, we're facing a wasted year if Mitch isn't the guy. And on top of that, compounding that now, the offensive line may be trash. What? So are and we don't got a lot of picks. What? All right, so looking at the rest of the season, yeah, the bye coming up this week. Thank, thankfully, they probably they definitely they need needed that. that. They need a bye right now, right? And maybe it'll be good for them to just sit on a loss for it two weeks. Good. Yeah, sometimes you, sometimes you, get, you need to get smacked in the mouth. All right, you have the Saints coming into town October 20th. And I, I won't say it's impossible Drew Brees plays that game. It probably isn't likely, but all accounts are is he's flying back from this recovery. I wouldn't even push it because Teddy Braywater is fine. Do you want... But do you want Drew Brees to play against that defense? I'm just saying, if if he's going, if he you, says I'm ready and I'm going to go, I think they're going to go with him. Mac gonna mess that thumb up again, probably because he <laughs> he likes to smack. Yep. <laughs> to the ball. You have then you have the Chargers coming into town. Then you heading out to Philadelphia, Detroit. Not a pushover team this year. No. And this oh, is gonna be in see. Chicago. All right. Then you have the Rams. You going out to L.A. The Giants. 
A lot of people thought, oh, look at the Giants. What about, the Giants are going to be playing a lot bit tougher now? Miss me with that, Giants. Okay, all right. I'm just saying they play. Now a little you're tough. going too far. No, 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 no. no. I'm not you saying. had me till we got to the Giants. No, I'm they are saying. playing the toughest schedule the rest of the way. Yes. Based on win percentage. Yes. So, so you I have, hear it right there. Yeah. So now you have, then you have to go up to Detroit. Then you have Dallas coming here. Then you got to go back up to Green Bay. Well, you got to go to Green Bay. And again. Yeah, you but got, a lot then of you that got KC, stuff. And then you got Minnesota. This is not an easy. Yeah, but tell me, you know, some injuries happen and suddenly it changes. For me, it's they've got to start getting the identity on the offensive side of the ball, some kind that they can rely on. This has been a question now, y'all. For legit, probably, if you want to say with the games, a whole entire season. The second half of the season... They start to tail down. They start to tail away. You have what now? Five games you played this season? That offense has not really been there. So it hasn't is, been there at all. It's not not really. It hasn't really, been it there. Had like a game. Right. So these questions that you that people just want to magically fix these issues with the offense, that doesn't happen. Especially when you don't have a quarterback who's able to get you out of these situations. I let this. I opened up the season with you with this, and this was our argument. Yes, I told you this season was about Matt Nagy, mm-hmm. and this is what I meant. His job is to get the best out of the players that Ryan Pace has given him, and he has to figure out through what this offense can be, not what he wants it to be, what this offense can be, how to put it in a perfect situation, and not what his preferences are, what they are capable of. And now to tell us, one, to I, I always said I thought Matt Nagy was great or going to be great. It'll tell us if he is great. Because right now, he's not. No, nah, no. Nah. He and, and, it's, and it's terrible that he will come out and say, like, yeah, we're not a power running team. Damn it, you need to become one. Every team should. Every every team should waste big boys up front, ball four, and a guy, a fullback. He well, he better be a, he he better be the fullback or battering. I don't get why dog. It's t- t- it kills me that the NFL teams act like three yards, two yards aren't important. And comparing when we were growing up, you, it feels like you see a lot more stops than what you used mm-hmm. to see. And just to have a battering ram to bash up against that defense, and no one uses that in the way that you could, one, to tire the defense, but also leverage-wise just to get past the defense. Yes. Now, I, I don't get it with RPO, not just this team. something. I don't get it with most teams on having that guy. And it, for him to say what you just said, and I, I said this beginning of the year, when we're talking about Mike Davis, Tariq Cohen, and Mike and David Montgomery. Neither one of those guys are guys that you're fearful of if you're at the line and be like, oh, here he come again. Right. Like, none of them. Oh, not. Will they please stop? Like, none of them are that guy. They're, there's, And I know this is he's a, a, a very good player, if not great at times. None of them are Marshawn Lynch. You know what I'm saying? None of those guys are guys that, even if you go back to the guys that the Jaguars used to have with Tolbert and guys, you know, I'm not talking about, like, the guys, the guys. I'm just talking about having a dude that can go do it. Based on this record right now, I'm seeing possibly – Five more wins. Four to five more oh, wins. Oh, get out of here. All right. With your win counting. All right. I don't think that's crazy. All right. Of course it's not crazy. Anything can happen. If you have Mitch not for the rest of the year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. My with, point is even with, with Mitch. Mitch. That's with my Mitch. point. With Mitch, with this offensive line. And this, you know, another thing uh, we're not. But you know, another thing. Right. I don't like all this doom and gloom either, though. Yeah, it's because you're wearing a bear's cap. No. It ain't doom but and no, no, gloom. No, 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 I'm no, telling you. What I tell you about the Cubs? You better listen to me. But look, this is the thing, too. This yeah. is, if I listen to your game picks, I'd be way under 500. <laughs> this, but, but this is a, this is one thing we haven't correlated. 
the fact that the run game hasn't worked well and the offenses hasn't, hasn't played well, that defense is getting worn out. Go back to the Mile High game. There you go. You go to this game. They're, they're on the field too much. Like, you know, in the first half, you was watching that game like, damn, they about to come back out again? Like, so now because you don't have an offensive identity, you're wearing the defense out when it just comes to fatigue. Sake. And this is coming from you're supposed to have a genius as a, as a so head coach with the I'm offense. I'm with D. With that schedule, I don't care if Mitch is there. You may only get five wins. This don't. Of course, of, it's possible. Outside of the Lions, and that's a chance on the Lions and the Giants. They lost to the Giants last year. The Giants may have a they better sure quarterback did. now than they had last year. Yeah. I'm not, but listen, at least with the Giants, maybe they say Quan might be back. I was about to say, going on what you said about Drew Brees. They say, even though I hated seeing him run last week, because I do sit your ass. Yeah, he was out there running. Down. Yeah, he was. He was. All right, but uh, I I could see them only winning five games. I would hope not. But uh, man, like I said again, this, this year something that looked like it definitely can be a, a, a great year to be a Bears fan. It's now questionable. It's the issue about the about the teams that had to play on the road. That's my question. You got to play Philadelphia on the road. You got to play the Rams on the road. You got to. I mean, to the Detroit. Lions beat the Eagles. You got to go road. back to Green Bay. You got to go to Minnesota. You don't have a mess staffing on your team. But the, this is what I'm saying. We can't. Obviously, they can. What was lose the score? Do you can, can you not just give me a roundabout score for that game? I think it was 28 21. That's what I was thinking. And Something like that. Right now, we're not even a 20 scoring team like that. I'm yeah, just saying. I'm just supporting. I, I, I get what you guys capable, are saying. Capable quarterbacking. Things have to change. But we still see in a lot of these close games what capable quarterbacking really mm-hmm. means. And we know that when we begin this conversation with, we don't have one. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I want to see a little bit more, especially this week coming off the bye week. You ain't seen enough. No, not not quite yet. Not, to say they're going to be a great offense, no. They're not going to be a great offense. We know that. But can they be better than what they are? Yeah, I think they can be better than I what they, they are. I think they can be better, but that takes self-reflection. Yeah. But it also takes, do you have what you need to get there? Like, dude. What well, they, they have talent. Can you use it right? But this is the thing. No, this is the point. You were talking about skill positions. Mm-hmm. We don't know when it comes to that line. Like, we don't know. Yeah, if, we don't know. With but that line, we also don't know if they can get better. But too. this is what that line may have hit the wall. Maybe. Because let's talk about Ledoux. We all never trusted Leno and Massey. The best part of that line was the core. Cal Long doesn't look right. The Cal Long doesn't really look right. Right. I told you should retire last. Year. And Daniels and Cody Whitehair. Switching positions doesn't look well at this moment. That's right. what I'm saying. They now. might have to switch them back. Yeah, but they, they said switching. they're not. They said they're not. But we never trusted the tackles. So now tackles that weren't trusted, but the best part of your line isn't holding up. So that the key to what you're saying is, can the line get back to where it was last year? We don't know if it can. But this is the thing. Yeah, though. we don't know. And let me this last part. And I know that he's been in an NFL uh, a coordinator or a coach before. Hey, tapes out on uh, Harry Heastad too. Come back from Indy. Yeah, his his preferences. But the one thing how you can fix it though, you run the ball. Get these guys last. Hey, just you just run the ball. Not if they're not coming off the line. I'm just saying, but at least get them into the rhythm of doing it. Man, make it into a habit. Not make it into a habit. They're not doing any anything well pass blocking or run block yeah they're not doing anything It'd be different well on if offense. they were doing one well you'd be like man okay i know we don't want to just let them fall back let's pass the ball they're not doing either well the only thing that's working on offense is Allen robinson yeah that's it that's true it. 
Damn, that's bad. Taylor Garrett before he was hurt. That's why yeah. I just yeah. before he was hurt. I can't look at this and just say this is what it's going to be. I think it, there is going to be a come up a little but bit. You no, know, another problem with what you just said about that with Allen Robinson. We're talking about two quarterbacks who aren't the most accurate quarterbacks, too. And the good things that you've seen about Allen Robinson, those are the passes that they are actually accurate with. So, He's gone up for a few, though. I'm not, not, I'm not, but they, no, but they've put it there, too. Like that pass on the sideline. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, my, but I'm just saying they're inconsistent. Yeah, of course. I, again, I I get everything you're saying. I I, I don't like disagree really, really with you guys right now. No, no, no. I want to try to bring back some balance too because we're talking now that they're just completely done. Their goose is cooked after no a loss. They're completely done. We're well, yeah. Done. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't be surprised if there's five more wins. Would you be surprised if there's eight wins on that schedule? Yeah, I'll probably be surprised. Okay, so what's, for, if what's the realistic if this sample size surprise. is what we're talking about right now, so I'm taking it in the first five games, yet with, and, and knowing now what that schedule is moving forward, if they won eight more games, meaning that they would have 11 wins. 11 and, wins. And That'd 15, be crazy. See, then, like, how many of those teams are they playing? How many of them have good offensive lines like the Raiders that they're going to push around our defense? That'd Dallas, be one of the first things. Eagles. Uh, who else did you name? Rams. They don't have no, a good offensive line. Rams don't. You got offensive line or defensive offensive line? Offensive line. Because first of all, you got to neutralize the Bears' defense for them to be yeah. completely out. No, of the Rams don't. Who else did you say? Uh, KC. No. Detroit. Green Bay. Green Bay. Bay does. Green Bay does. Hey, Green Bay's about to win this division. Hey, the oh, Bears. A, whoa, whoa, whoa! The Bears. They did some really good stuff against Green Bay's offensive line. Early. Early. Uh, yeah. But see again, but that's what I'm saying. We don't know but that's how much coaches. is early and how much is You're not. right, but I'm also looking at Green Bay with a new coaching staff and sure. how, and how that coaching staff adjusts now that they have more tape. Now Mike Patton had been there already, but still he didn't have the players that he has now. So I'm I'm still looking at it. It's better for Green. It could be beneficial for both teams because the Bears get to see have got to see parts of Matt LaFleur's offense. But looking at the fact that Green Bay has arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, if not he's top three. Yeah, for sure. But, that, that, but it means that so cov- much. That covers up so much. Oh yeah. If the Bears, and if they're running the ball crazy now. If the Bears only had just a comparable, like seasoned veteran who can do whatever they need to do, but, they'll be in a better position. At least going down the going down for the rest of the season. When you're you were talking about Matt Nagy, when you look at a coach in a season. The bye week is one of those weeks where it's like, yes. we need to see what you oh, do yeah. coming out of it oh, to yeah. really show what kind of metal you have. And going so to we're kind of at Saints. that point where we can't just just bury this team because they're at one of those moments in a season where it's like, okay, you got to show you know, us something. But, but okay, to play devil's advocate, if this was last year and last year were even more, um, I won't say delusional, but I think we were even more doubtful because the Bears were a young team and we hadn't seen it. Right. But now we have last year to know that the second half of the season, offensively, they really didn't play better. At all. Sure. So that so I'm I'm just going off of that part. Your quarterback you had to handcuff. I think you have a good but sample see, size to look at this now, Rob. You're also I think like we need we've more. Talked, I think we need a little more with Mitch. We've talked. A I don't lot. think he's going to work, but I think we have to give him more. You said how we have to go to a Blake Bortles style. What if they start going to more of Blake Bortles style? What if they start doing some things that Mitch likes, and the offense doesn't explode, but we see that noticeable where it's back to being better, and then the defense, as long as they don't go up against a dominant offensive line, uh-huh. they're going to keep you in a game. I how mean, there's po- just a lot of things. How still many up points in the air. are you talking about? But see, like if, I said, I, if the offense I have scores 20, 20, 20 points, yeah, if they score. 
20 and the defense holds uh, bad offensive line teams to 17, you're going to win a lot of games. All right. All right. Coming up off the side of this break, we're going around the league. Around the league. Around the league. Dean Davis Show. I was going to say your mama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep all that. <laughs> Nothing like a well-placed your mama. What's up, everybody? It's Cameron Smith from CBS 2 Chicago. You're listening to the D and Davis Show. D and Davis Show. It is time to go around the league. Ryan, what you got for us? Let's, uh, we got to go Thursday through Monday okay. in this uh, around the league. And we'll start with maybe one of the best games, if not the best game of the overall weekend. That was last Thursday again. Man, I love when those Thursday games are on Fox. They just, they find a way to make it an event. And that was those Seahawks hosting the Rams. Oh, yeah. The Rams probably should have won that game. Missed a field goal late. Yep, yep, yep. Zerline, Zerline from 44. Lost to the Seahawks, thirty to twenty-nine. Oh, Russ was running around dropping dimes, man. Russ, the go- saving the, my fantasy. The great Russell Wilson. He's straight. Better he's than Andrew Luck. Where's Andrew Luck? Can we get him on the Bears? He's still not as good as I Andrew wish. Luck. Ha! Please. You Wait, know what, please. Who? who? Do you know what Andrew Luck would do with that team? And, and, and <laughs> I know, I know one doom? thing. Andrew Luck is sitting on his couch right now, which he should be because he understands his body. Because you're not Russell Wilson. Because Andrew Luck was getting he ain't Russell, baby. He was getting murdered out in the streets. Russell out there dropping. Imagine dimes if if if, if down and I know he didn't that's have, what a white person gets for being in Indianapolis. <laughs> I Damn. know he didn't have an offensive line, but imagine if Russ took the beat and Andrew Luck took. Hey man, but you know what? Russell, He'd be too fast to get away. He wouldn't, from. Even, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even be with Sierra. She would have. She would have left. <laughs> you, the brother's dropping downs with a down on his arm. Stayed with future. The great Russell Wilson. Yeah, they got. She ain't leaving him. First, first ballot Hall of Fame. He got too much. Bro- oh, ain't a question. First ballot Hall of Fame. I mean, he gotta be the no, it's hard no, to, le- no lower than the fifth best quarterback. Man, in the my, my, come on, yeah. baby. But if Andrew Luck was here, he'd be the sixth. Oh no, I don't know about, I don't know about all that. <laughs> Russ is doing this where Andrew Luck was His in the neck league. Beard, listen, he can't even grow a beard, let alone a neck beard. Exactly. Hey, man, listen, they may be going back to the Super Bowl. What are you talking They about? won't be doing that. I'm just saying. What about the rest of the team around Russell Wilson? How's that doing? Well, my man DK finally jumped out this week. Yeah. They second, third touchdown. Went away from what they went. They start, went to a power running last year. Kind of went away from it this game. Got that throw, touchdown pass to Chris Carson. Offensive line still playing woeful. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense is straight. I mean, it still has some of the identity of Lee's and of, of Boom, but it's not. Of right. course. And ain't never going to be that. That secondary is maybe not good. I'll bet you. But the thing is, when you have a great quarterback, it And you got the front seven. They got you a good got front, front seven. seven. Yeah. yeah. Bobby man. Wagner, Jadavion Clowney, and mm-hmm. some of those other guys that they got. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, man, Seattle's definitely looking good. I'm happy to see that. Because I don't know. I, it's good when you see one of those kind of perennial powerhouse back up top. Doing his thing because that that three year stretch, three to four year stretch, man, they was running. They made the, they went to two Super Bowls and actually won, and won one. And should have won two. Should have won two. Um, should have had a back to back Super Bowl. Damn, Russell Wilson. Hey, man. That hurts. Like yeah, it does. to be those players on that team. It does. It does. And to think you could have two Super Bowls and you Richard have Sherman. One? Look at him. I was just about to say Richard hey, what, Sherman. The, no, the simple fact that being a back to back. What the last time I had a back to back Super Bowl champion? It's the Patriots. Yeah. When? 
uh, early uh, when they their first when they had their yeah. three out of four or whatever yeah, or three and time. four right one of them were back to back yeah or yeah. two of them were back to back so think about let me that. ask you a question about this game does it mean more that the Rams lost or that the Seahawks won Rams lost why because there's always that question on Golf. even though he had two touchdowns. But is Gurley the same? And as D just said, the golf situation. He yeah. cannot be the same, bro. Yeah, and but see, Gurley, and it go. But think about it, that 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 offense was built off play action. Yeah, you know, and you're sitting there, and your quarterback who is a situational quarterback, you don't have the best weapon to open up everything that he needs to really get to be able to do what he needs to do. I mean, he was the star. And the fact now that you look with what Seattle's doing, and Seattle came on last year, I think we thought maybe Seattle could be a wild card team, perhaps. Seattle could win that division. No, they could win that division, yeah. And because... Oh, yeah. The Rams... And look, that Rams defense hasn't necessarily been the Rams defense. And to be honest with you, out of these last two years... They never really got out of those corners what they thought in the keep to leave and Peterson. Mm-hmm. They given up like what eighty four points in five days. Yeah, dude, it's that defense. Way Phillips isn't getting what he needs to get out of those players. But man, I don't know if it's the players and him. But if it's the players, it's bad. If it's him, he's getting out coached. Mm. Let's uh, move over to another game on the weekend that was pretty entertaining, and this was. Uh, Good old Midwest battle of top five teams. The Cowboys hosting the Packers. Jerry, after two straight losses to two good teams, how much of this is go back to the drawing board and how much of this is stay the course? Well, I think uh, it's the NFL, and uh, uh, you know that they pay their guys too. And so uh, you know you're going to be up against, uh, before you're through, you're going to be up against handful of handfuls of well-coached teams. You're going to be up against talented teams. Uh, you can't, you can't uh, uh, turn that ball over and uh, uh, give them the ball. Uh, and you can't not stop the run. Just fundamental things right there. And uh, I don't care how much uh, skill you've got or how much uh, spirit you've got or competitiveness you've got, you can't do those things and win football games. And we all know the turnover thing alone uh, really puts you behind eight ball. A uh, big NFC matchup. The Cowboys trying to bounce back after a really tough loss to the Saints where they didn't give up a touchdown. And the Packers trying to bounce back from a tough loss with the Eagles. And it looked like basically from the jump, the Packers were going to be the team that were going to win that game. What would you guys think of the Pack and the Cowboys? How is this a good Midwest battle? I just didn't understand it. What do you mean? They're I both in the Midwest. both teams will have to be in the Midwest. Are they not? No, the you, Dallas isn't in the Midwest. You say Dallas is in the Midwest? Dallas is in the Midwest, basically. Well, it's, all right, fine. Well, it's citrus, not a Midwest battle. What's your thoughts? Time, I, I mean, do you want to get drugged by a truck? <laughs> do you want to answer this question? That's the South. That's what I'm about to say, brother. That's pretty much the South. Dude, look at my skin color. <laughs> Don't tell me. Di- Texas? Stand your ground, homecoming? Like It's all the same. Who cares? No. Let's go. No, brother, no. Oh, we're focusing <laughs> on the wrong parts. Um, you, you can't say some things to us, Ryan. Um, Mississippi is just like Chicago. Around the league or around the technical terms of the U.S. states? I, I would say Dallas, um, I'm dropping this one. I mean, they, they, they're now pushed back to three and two. Uh, but the there's not any concerns in that division. Well, Philadelphia. Though. Well, Philadelphia. Whoa, you don't think? Not at this point. 
They're if tied it, for first. Yeah, but you for don't me, think Philadelphia is a concern. I have, I have Dallas going all the way. A concern for me would be Philadelphia's two games up right now. They're not. No, they're not. They're the not, Giants not. are trash and Washington's trash. Yeah. And again, but and, and, and not to say going into this year we didn't think that, but there was at least a concern that perhaps Washington could be a saying. team that like Detroit. As far as yeah, they, they could, yeah, they could steal a game or two from the they top teams. Now you know it's just the uh, just the Cowboys and Eagles. The Eagles haven't looked like they were supposed to. The outside of really the last game and a half, which uh, has been looking pretty. Good. Dallas hasn't looked like it's supposed to. But I think I don't know. It'd be, I guess I would I would want to go with the talent on Dallas. But I have to go with probably Doug Peterson because I can't believe in Jason Garrett. I would. T- that's a good point. Um, that's a really good point. Dak Prescott. I mean, I know he wants to get his contract, but he isn't doing himself any kind of favors with it. Uh, although Still I think not if he's uh, got, gonna keep struggling against the good teams. Yeah, but, but you know what? He but he's been in the playoffs. He's been in the league what three years now? I think he's been, been in the playoffs. Twice. He's, uh-huh. he's been in the playoffs twice. You know, missed one year. So you know, he has a resume to at least be able to get the contract, but he needs to help himself out. I just think Green Bay right now, man, is just clicking. That's what and we're I think, and I, yeah, I think that it's clicking, and I think they're going to make any team right now look like, oh man, what's going on with them? Oh, but I think Dallas definitely they has lost the Eagles a week say, before. But even when you say clicking, the passing game isn't even clicking yet. You talking about Green Bay? Yeah, yeah. That passing game, as far as what we think it may become, yeah. it's not even clicking. They're figuring, they figuring it out. They're getting to it, but the run game was fantastic, yeah. and they've been like, man, Green. How Bay. How about that Cowboys defense? It's supposed to be so good. True. Yeah. They didn't get pressure on Rodgers. They didn't stop the pass. They didn't stop the run. Yeah. I mean, because they, well, they got Lawrence and maybe Quinn on that line that you really worry about. Yeah, but you got the linebackers. You got but how, the, what the coaching. Game, what kind of game are you calling? Like, how much pressure? Are I'm you, with you. I don't think the Cowboys it, have a great defense. Yeah, I don't think no. either. Like, but I think I they're think talked I, about whoa, as a great defense. I thought, they was, I thought they were a little bit better than what they was I, going to be. I got to back around the league up. I forgot something. Speaking of linebackers, play. I'm sorry. What we got to do this breaking? What? So Roquan Smith gone, gone. Which no, Roquan Smith had a terrible game. Oh, mm. how many plays me going gone? I meant as far no, no, no. I meant what we thought beginning this year. I'm like, dog, and we don't even mention how many shows I said we don't even mention what Roquan may be this year. How many plays was he slightly out of position? And the thing Somebody about him, make a, uh, a comment that uh, Nick say his last name, uh, Ryan Kudikowski. Kudikowski. There you go, play better than Roquan. Kudikowski. Dude, but, granted though, he didn't play last week. He, he missed a week. He missed a week, and his I, instincts are going after no, no, a week. A week, and also too, it's like it seems like something going on with that practice because there was a lot of pitches out there with him not having his helmet on. Okay, so, I just wanted, I, I wanted to bring that in, but back to your Dallas Eagle thing. I, I'm with you. I. I thought Dallas has some good talent on the defense, but I didn't believe it. Believe in it as a collective. But I also think it's more of a situational defense, where different parts of the year they're better than the sum of their parts. I'll buy that. Okay, I buy that too. I I like the Jace Garrett point that you brought up too. Man, it just seems like how is Dallas really going to win a title when they are automatically coming into the game against a good team, probably losing the coaching battle? They are, and. Like Dallas has talent, but do they really have as much talent as anyone? Well, are we, they really like top talent? Just missing the coach. I know it doesn't sound right, but Galloway being out has hurt them. It, it's it's hurt them because 
really outside of Plant Lattimore shutting him down last week when it comes mm-hmm. to Mari Cooper, Mari Cooper has been balling out. He has been yeah, balling. You know, but you need the Kill guy. Kill me in fantasy. You need the guy on the other side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And let's also be, listen, I'm not saying Zeke's playing bad. But Zeke isn't playing to the Zeke level. And why can't they get him the ball? Like, we talked about this already. Why can't they throw him the ball? I don't understand. Ooh, uh, Zeke? Why can't understand. he be the opposite to Cooper I, or something like I that? I don't understand. I think Jerry still want to run that traditional back in Man, the back. you can do that in space. And you can West, do that, too. You can West Coast that bad. Looking at the uh, the Cowboys' uh, remaining schedule, they're at the Jets win. Philadelphia is going to be tough as divisional. A game, Giants. That's we'll two, see. That's two victories right yeah. there. You got Minnesota, who can be a victory. Because I Kirk think Cousins. they can beat Minnesota. Okay, I think so too. You oh, have yeah. De- Detroit. We'll see. I mean, let's be honest. New England, that's a loss. Hold on, Buffalo. That should be well. Oh, nah, Buffalo, Buffalo, a little bit tougher than yeah. Wait, where's that? It's in it Dallas. In Buffalo. It's in yeah, Dallas. That's not gonna work. It's in Dallas. That's then you the, have victory. The Cowboys coming up to Chicago. Then you have them playing against the Rams, and then you have Philadelphia again. Then you have Washington. It's an easier schedule than the Bills. Way easier schedule than the Bills. I would say mean, way, but it's definitely it's, easy. It's easy. Dallas has enough talent to beat anyone any given Sunday. It's exactly. just they if we're gonna go with the Bears, how they have been stereotypical with the sample size. Dallas doesn't win big games under Jason Garrett. That's fact, right they there. They did when they crew. beat the Saints last year. <laughs> Dog, you can't remember what people can't even say. beat Saints this year. You remember what people were saying about the Saints? I Y'all know. Was I know. MVPs. It was it was a big time victory. Y'all was saying that he was maybe the third greatest quarterback of all time. And we know that it they was can a lot win of blasts taking place the, last year. Uh, they oh, can Drew definitely win in the regular season. Yeah, under Jason Drew Brees Garrett. ain't top three. Top three all time. I think we talking about the records and stuff. Wasn't we? Mm, we was talking. It was reckless. All time. It was reckless. Well, we'll see. Uh, moving over to the night game on Sunday. Another shocker. Uh, those Indianapolis Colts with Jacoby Brissett came in with a uh, very competent game plan on both sides of the ball. Frank yeah. Reich said this is the best he's felt about a team. His team going into a game as the Colts upset the Chiefs in Arrowhead. 19 to 13. Hey, we, we, we know one thing, right? We know one th- one emotion we aren't feeling right now. Shock. Because you could feel it all stinking week. You could feel it all week starting on Wednesday. The defense was unbelievable on yeah. Wednesday. And that showed up today, right? Mm-hmm. That's a really good football team. This is a really hard place to this is a really hard place to win. And look at what we did, man. Look at what we did. Look at what we did as a defense, offensive line. Shout out. That's the way to wear it. Hey, we were looking for that complete game as a team. We were looking for that complete game as a team. Tonight we saw that. That's what it took. Didn't I see this coming? And something's happening with Patrick McHolmes in the offense with the Chiefs because he's only had like one touchdown in the past two games. Yeah, I said yeah, what it was. Injury. It's called Tariq, Tariq, Tariq Hill. Yeah. And that, that leg injury. Yeah. I, I mean, but game. he had like if 10 Tariq, touchdowns before. If Tariq, I mean, now, how long were they supposed to last without Tariq Hill? Like... It's if you have Tariq Hill taking the top off, all the underneath is open on top of you may be able to connect with Tariq Hill over the top. Do we have a timetable when Tariq Hill's coming back? He'd probably uh, be back this week. Week 10, I believe, was... No, he's out the sling. Last week... Yeah, he, maybe he's coming back sooner. Yeah, he'll but be back. I think the original... He'll be back was. in about... If it's not this week, he'll definitely be back the week after this. <laughs> because they were playing in Indianapolis, they didn't rush him. And that bit their butt. They probably figured they was going to beat him. They thought they were going to beat him. 
No, I mean, no, it was a good win for the Colts, and I think the Colts are playing great. They're not Especially great. Especially before they're playing better than what, quarterback wasn't going to be yeah, there right before the season. Yeah, they're started. playing. They're playing a lot better than what people thought they were. Uh, I know a lot of people already thought that Philadelphia. I'm Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Indianapolis is going to go to the playoffs, but uh, Brissette, Brian did. Br- yeah, Brissette has been keeping them right on pace. So that's a good win, man. Going to Arrowhead, which is not easy to play any time of the year. And take down the top and, team uh, in the And they NFL? lost there last time they played in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And to take down the number one team in the NFL? Man, I don't know. I'm going to be making sure the, the it's Patriots. Not, it's I the mean, they're up there. Yeah. The yeah, Chiefs are up there, though. It's the Patriots, yeah. though. We oh, all know the God. truth. I need to look at the Patriots uh, schedule, man, because I want to. I don't think they're going to run a table by no means, but I need to look at their well, schedule. They still play the AFC. They're going to play the NFC. The, the, the worst part is the fact that the Patriots have been with those loser teams for all these years. Outside of the two years record, Ryan and Mark Sanchez actually ball. Yeah, they've been playing nobody. nobody. Well, Miami always played them tough. Who's better than us? Definitely nobody. Man, the Sanchez. The answer. The Sanchez. Well, I've heard that to the dynasty. So, what do you think about the, the game, Kim? About what? The game? Chiefs and the uh, Colts. Um, I love Jacoby Brissett doing his thing. I think a lot of teams. Threw a really bad interception though. I don't think I don't know if I saw it. I think uh, teams are figuring out how to get at Patrick Mahomes, but I think a lot, like I said, a large part of it is the fact that his X factor weapon. I mean, there's a reason when why. you got somebody always over the top. The, he's the most he's the most feared deep threat in, in football right now. Yeah, and when you have that guy gone, and because we're just thinking over the top, which and the crazy thing is this: like back in the days, like Mike Wallace over the top, like yeah, he'll be able to stretch the field or whatever. This is over the top, and he can can connect, Kyle. Like he is space between him and that safety or cornerback. Like oh goodness, and he, be a short guy, he can high point. And I, the running game also. Let's not forget Williams was the starter coming in. He didn't come back to this week, and he was hobbled. You just brought in Shady. Shady's only Shady, been there, yeah. and Shady had a fumble in that game. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. It's not even the running he's back. Looking, he's been looking pretty good in offense. Not well, I'm saying he, he doesn't fumble there. Maybe that running yeah. game, maybe the game doesn't. Listen, you don't keep a child abuser if you don't think he's an X Factor. Oh, my goodness. It's just facts. <laughs> All right. Like Madden Superstar X. It's just facts. Can't That's let him go. You don't keep a superstar of a, a child abuser unless he's a mm. key asset to your team. Uh, the last game we got to talk about, and we don't have to talk about it for long, but, you know, we got to always update the Browns and how they're doing. God. <sighs> Got the San Francisco 49ers hosting D's Browns. D's Browns. <laughs> Told you ass. Damn. Here's some 31 to 3. Time spent together to get that operation clean. Mayfield taken down again as he just gets rid of the ball. And it was Boza. What a first half out of this rookie. And did you see him going with that flag motion there? If you remember what happened back in college, it was Mayfield who planted the flag up at Ohio State. Boza getting revenge. What do you guys think of San Francisco and Cleveland? on the team, man. D is something, and he is the first to think it's facts and jump out the window. No, it was the talent on the team. It was on TV. He's like, D, that don't mean get facts. Nope, it was the talent on the team, and I am not the only one who thought the Browns were going to do well this year. Hold up. I said they weren't. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Okay. And I'm also right. Okay. I told you that those players weren't going to be. You also thought the Cubs were going to make the playoffs. Didn't you? Yeah, you did. 
Yeah. I told you. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> yeah, okay now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's run that back. Okay. How many years did the Cubs make the playoffs? They made it about four years. Four, five. Four okay. straight. So we're talking about, when's the last five time years? the Browns made the playoffs? Oh, it's been? Oh, no. Them, them. No, then what? Wait a minute. What? It wasn't that long ago, was it? It wasn't that long ago. Give us your definition how long ago. Oh, before. I don't know for sure. No, no. What's your definition how long ago? Uh, between five to ten years? Hell no, I ain't been five years. I said five to ten years. Man, that's ten years is long ago. Yeah, that's it. All right, so don't compare the Cubs and their victories to I said the sorriest franchise. Who said anything about comparing? I'm about to just say I said that I'm you thought of that they was going no, to the playoffs, and I told off, you they I'm were going not. going off of history. I, who cares you're about going, history? You're going We're off of about the conversation people sitting there on TV We're lying to you, the and you running with the lies when common sense told you a rookie head coach that wasn't even an offensive coordinator, it was going to be impossible for him to corral all those egos. I also told you, Baker how about wait, let me go. Let me finish what I got to say. Let me finish what I got to say. I told you Baker Mayfield told was you trash. Were not making Did the I not? Well, what's, well, what what are we talking about right now? The Browns, correct? Why are you trying to spin yeah. it like a no, Republican? No. And You're I, doing a very good Republican. And I just yeah, said, keep going, Nunez, with your BS. Oh no, keep no. spinning it like a Republican. I'm saying something. Republican that's fact. D. I am saying well, something. Well, let's get to the Browns. Let's get to what factual. we're talking about. All right. I said something. That's Listen, factual. do you think the president committed treason? Yeah, he did. Okay, then. So stop BSing with the Cubs. No. And get to the Browns. I'm not BSing with the Cubs because we're talking about the Browns. No, wait a minute. And you're on. trying to use the Cubs no, no. to cover your Browns no. mess. No, I'm stating a simple fact. What's what? You to the said like, oh man, see, I'm told you I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. So and I told time, you when oh, you are wrong. Once once I'm wrong. Is that not a fact? Do you not tell oh me all the times God. that I'm right? Good Lord. You don't I'm tell right. me that. What? But what about your Browns? What about them? They bad. But you thought they were good when we told you they yeah, weren't going to be. Yeah, but the talent thought they had something. They talent doesn't mean anything. Damn, since when? If you don't have the coach. Listen, if you don't have the culture and a coach, talent will can mean nothing. Look, for instance, and I know we can say the quarterback, look at the Jags, look at the Vikings. If you don't have the culture mm. and the coach, you may, listen, you go back, you know, a great, great thing. Mm-hmm. Jim Schwartz with the Lions. Yes. Let the let the inmates let the inmates run the asylum and lost total control of that team. They had a brief window. You thought, man, the Lions may be able to do something. They got Galvatron. They got a quarterback. Megatron. Thank you. Megatron, they got a quarterback. They had Sue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you, just because there's talent on the team, if you don't have someone to corral it and the right culture, and me it, being, a, he's an Alabama quarterback, before the time I care, but um, Freddie Kitchens, it was no, that job was too much for Freddie Kitchens. And even if you see his interviews now, it's like, y'all, y'all well, set this dude up one, for Well, they're one game behind in first place. Well, it's but it's, it's not, the, it's the division isn't playing well. Yeah, but, it's not. And but that's what I'm, what, my what, whole what, thing what, was, what, I think they could win the division. But see, the problem is this. It's not just that they're one game back. It's how bad they are. Yeah, they look bad. They're they're and then but the, and they then don't. the kicker is the key point was supposed to be we got this great quarterback. All we got to do is set him up. Listen, I had never I I wasn't a big Baker Mayfield uh, fan coming out of college. I thought it was no way in hell he should have been number one. But that's one why I still didn't believe the Browns could put it all together because they were banking on Baker, and I don't trust Baker Mayfield. I just I was banking on the fact that I don't think this division is going to be some type of world beat of a division. They still have a chance in the division. They My whole point was a simple fact: I think they can win the division. Should, Baltimore should be able to pull it off. They should be able to. Baltimore should be able to. They should be able to. Call D Republican. You're quoting Bob McNair. 
It's because he was wrong about the Cubs, and I'm, I, I possibly well, could be wrong about the Browns. He went full on. Okay, Republican. fine. He went full. He did. That's an old, How? old Republican. I stated tactic. a fact. He was. Like, I stated <laughs> a fact. Mm-hmm. We can run the tape back. Mm-hmm. Run it. My God, it's as if it didn't happen. No Republicans drain the swamp. Well, that would be saying, "Oh, I'm gonna drain the swamp," but it's like I'm gonna hit swampy. I ain't in here swamping. You said they was next gonna make gonna, the playoffs. Next you gonna and tell me. Make the playoffs. Next you gonna tell me that, that that's called a fact. Next you gonna tell me shift is committing treason. No, just a lot of BS. Oh, no, no, no. A it's a fact, man. Listen, style. you don't. You just don't want to face the facts of what happened. That's all it is. I, I told you. I told you. I just. I told you. My question is, how are we switching conversations? You said this oh, is what's I'm the name? Right, of, I'm right. I'm right. I'm like, hold on now. I said most of time. You have been wrong very recently. I said most of the time. What's the name of the segment? Around the league. Oh, around, right. He don't even know the segment. Oh, whatever. See how the Republicans act? <laughs> Far from that. Far from that. But that last shift, game, what do you shift. call him? The, the D stand for Donald? Boy, you almost made me cuss. <laughs> very shifty. You almost made me very, cuss. Very shifty this Almost one. made me cuss right there. Shifty with his facts. Ooh. Hey, listen. I, I gave a fact. Everybody out there Fake listening. news. Cleveland is good. Fake news. Fake news. They're a game behind. Fake news. Game. Baker Mayfield is going to go to the playoffs. Fake news. All I got to say is. Fake uh, news. This fellow was wrong not that long ago. That's all I got to say. Dog, I always. I say, I immediately say 95%. Oh my God! I say I'm ninety five percent. Immediately, I'm just going to give myself an A. I, I say ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. Okay. Okay. Might go down to an A minus. <laughs> I'm better than an A minus. So you know I'm better than an A minus. We shall see. All right. Coming up next, we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit up up for grabs. D and David show. Yo, what up? It's your man Jay Illa, official Chicago Bears DJ, and you are listening to the D and David show. Turn it up. Dan Davis. Let's go for grabs with Ryan Bukovetsky, fresh from Montreal. Montreal. I'm Man. glad you threw that in there. That's Man. very important to these questions, especially Man, this first. Mustache. Because, you know, in Montreal, they would tell me how big of Bulls fans they were. So let's start out with the Chicago Bulls. Bulls? Only the Bulls. Shootings. They Bulls? Only the Bulls. Shootings? <laughs> Chicago. Baby. Why do they talk like that? <laughs> There's no French accent behind what you're saying. Like, you got to have a French accent. I said bulls. That was very French. No. Oh, my fault. La bulls. Le, le bulls. Le. Uh-uh. They, not in my trial, they say la. <laughs> I think it says la, la is Spanish, I believe. I thought it was L. There's some la. L no, is definitely la. Spanish. It's Spanish. Yeah, la, you're right. It's la Spanish. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely la. I'm saying it's in French, too. What you got? The bulls only have one spot really open for competition to at least crack the starting lineup and that is the point guard spot chris no, dunn no it's not who is it then that's my question Sederansky. who is Sederansky is your starting point guard. and how is it going to break down with the other mm. point guards i probably Sederansky, mm. chris dunn for if they keep chris dunn throughout this year let's assume they are at least until a trade deadline all right then not, they gotta play chris dunn if they're gonna yeah, trade him yeah but also because Toby, I mean uh, Kobe, Kobe White, White is so young, and it's the point guard. Like that's not an easy transition. 
You think they're going to start off Sandoransky? Uh, yeah, that's not even a question. No, 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 let me season? ask you this, though. Yes. How does it break down? Like, uh, Is it almost like thirds for minutes? Is somebody no, dominating no. minutes? How is it working? Kobe White's going to have to show. He's gonna, They're going to give him time, but he's going to have to prove himself in that time to get more minutes unless the season, and not to say they're going to do anything this season, once it's a foregone conclusion the season's over, yeah. then I, you can give him a bulk of minutes, but it's going to be probably Sandoransky, Chris Dunn, and then the lesser amount of, it, it'll be a split perhaps between Dunn and, and Kobe White, but I think Chris Dunn initially is going to get more minutes. I think the start off the season, I agree with you, um, because the start of the season, everybody's the same position, right? You're trying to win games, you try to see what they if they start off, let's say the season, they start off like maybe, I don't know, two and 10 or something like pretty bad. One and 15. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to start to see Kobe White fairly easy. And I don't know what they'll be able to get for done. I think that's just probably bench done. Um, but I didn't I didn't think about they going to go ahead and start the season with Sadoransky. I was thinking maybe depending, I guess depending on what the preseason looked like. I know the game was yesterday and Chris Dunn didn't look all that hot. Uh, Kobe White looked. Yeah. When does he? Yeah, I know, but Kobe White has a pretty impressive move, impressive little stance because he's but he's a rookie though. Uh, I didn't think about them just flat out starting Sadoransky. Yeah, I didn't so think about that at all. They didn't bring Sadoransky over here initially. But I thought they was gonna. Pro- I think they, for some odd reason, I think they might start still start Chris, mm. and then maybe kind of like cut the members, cut the minutes between him and Sadoransky. Let Sadoransky. Be that spark off the bench and kind of run with those guys. But see, it makes but it makes know. more sense to flip it because Sadoransky. One thing they want to do now is have ball handlers at every position. And with Sadoransky, part of the thing is he can play off the ball, and they can use uh, what's his name, uh, Zach, Zach, to be point yeah. guard like they have in the past. Yeah, that's true. When when Chris Dunn comes in, though, you can let Chris Dunn go get catch wreck Ew. and tell him just go because the second team's yours. Go do what you got need to do. It was a few sets you ever saw Chris Dunn and Kobe White, Kobe White out there together. Because mm-hmm. I mean, height wise, they can play together. Yeah, yeah. So and I mean, White can get to the rack. Pretty nice, easily, but he's fast. He's a little cagier. Um, jump higher. Say what? If he could only jump higher. Yeah, if he could only jump higher. He yeah. could dunk. If he was easy dunks, boy, that boy would have been in the top five in the draft. Yeah, yeah. But he's quick and he's looked pretty kind of aggressive on the defensive end of the ball, on um, the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm still leaning towards done start. But I do like the switch up can saying throwing in Sadaransky as a point, starting point guard. Uh, for me, I, I'm with uh, Sadoransky all the way. I've seen enough of Chris Dunn. I mean, if you're trying to get some value and trade him, I mean, you go gotta, for you it. But play him though, man. Man, you had to get him mad tick. You gotta, you gotta I know. Play him. I, I just I don't see what the return could possibly be that it would be worth it to I, give him. The a return isn't going to be enough, regardless. But unless even in spot pick. minutes, he's just locking fools down. Yeah. Like damn, he like he like like. That's yeah, my right. thing. I think they're gonna have to. They're gonna probably want to trade him, and that means you're gonna trade him. That means you gotta play him. But they tried to trade. They, we know he's been on the I market. Know, I know. I know. No one's know. biting because look, know. and they also what's, know what's there. That's What's the bite at? And Nothing. why am I going to give you something Nothing. when either you're going to release him or I can get him next year? Right. Yeah. I can get a second round pick that's just as good as yeah. Chris Dunn. Yeah. yeah. Let's move over to baseball. Wanted to talk about uh, the Cubs and their managerial opening because it's looking like Joe Madden has picked a spot in Los Angeles. Not that that really matters with this question. If you guys want to give your comments about it, but it looks like he's going to sit out and retire as an angel. But for the Cubs, they uh, interviewed Mark Loretta. They're going to interview Joe Girardi on Wednesday and then David Ross later on the week. It looks like they're 
the front runners? Do you guys have a favorite for the job regardless? And who do you think it should be leading the coach? I would say you go after Joe Girardi. That's my personal opinion. Opinion. I think you want to have somebody in there that has done it, who is seasoned, and who can work with these veterans. I know I, I have a feeling that David Ross is kind of like that substitute teacher. Like, like that's my boy. I don't have that like, okay, we coming in and we doing business. I think David Ross was a great glue guy for the locker room. It came up with big hits throughout the postseason, yes. But I don't see him. I don't think they have the window, which I think is already closed. But I don't think they have the window of now they're saying, let's just try a guy who's never done this before. Mm. Why even do that? Mm. Go get you a guy who has done it, who has won. Who has won? And who, who's going to come in and like, hey, listen, we about, to, we about that business. We about that. Not saying that Joe Madden wasn't, but you know what I'm saying? He had the circles and the tricks and the, and the monkeys running around and stuff and the, and the funny costumes. Joe Girardi coming in and he is about that business. And I think that the Cubs need that if they still want to have this have a team that's being is going to be in contention year after year after year they don't want to listen they're really close to being a 2005 white Sox and 1985 bears no they're better than the 2005 white Sox. no they, no no i'm saying been to the playoffs more times. no well this is my thing i'm talking about winning championships you want to? I mean, the Bears made it to the playoffs. It's putting yourself in position. Yeah, you're there. I mean, but I mean, you're there, but it's, but if you don't, D, and if you're if we're saying in a five year run, you oh, only it was make great. the playoffs. It was a great five year run. You only make the playoffs once, once, and you got a playing game. No, no, I'm talking. No, no, I'm saying that since a winning championship. Um, but I mean, I, but still, it's, it's you won't be that it's one baseball. team. It's baseball, though. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So but I think with that, with, at, but this team, though, a lot of people thought. Oh man, I saying that you and I did, yeah. but a lot of people thought, like, man, this team could probably win another World Series of maybe three. But nah, all, that ain't gonna happen. It's not baseball. True, but we didn't. First of all, we didn't see the NL Central weaponizing itself like this. They sure did. We didn't know. see the Dodgers. Like the Dodgers have had really three different dips in here, but never fail. Like the, it was times you seen Dodgers like, oh, it's a wrap, and then they come back the next year, like these efforts back again, back at the World Series. Like so, never won it, but that, they always did. So th- with that, I'm not knocking it. You definitely would have liked to see another World Series trip. Not even, but when you, it. but when, but when you've, when you've gone to the playoff, and this is baseball, it's hard. When you go to the playoffs consistently it's outside hard. of this year, I can't be as mad. My answer to the question would be, I think if Joe Girardi got hired, it would mean to me. That Theo and Jed know that perhaps they don't need necessarily a yes man, and and, and how do they prioritize that? But this is my thought because I want to say Joe Girardi should be the front runner, but I also feel like this is like the Rooney Rule in a way. How how was that? Where it's like let's get these guys out the way so that when we hire David Ross, they can't say we didn't exhaust ourselves when we go for these searches and we just didn't get the guy that we've been saying. Because to me, this is the thing. If I don't trust first time, I'm not. No, 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 no. That's I'm not arguing with you at all on that point. I think that's a good point. But if the argument has been that Joe hasn't fallen in line with what we want and we think we know what this team needs. I don't know if they're jumping out for for Joe Girardi because Joe Girardi has enough uh, coaching equity to be like, you know what? Nah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't rolling well, with that's this. what got him fired in New York. That's what I'm saying. So if him and Cashman couldn't he see. He won, though. Him and Cashman once. He had Yankee teams that they probably should have met. At least they should have been in the hunt more. Let me put it like that. But 
if him and Cashman couldn't weren't Sapatico, I'm not sure if Theo and Jet want to have that. And they're like, because even with Joe, think about to a certain degree. Let's say Joe had to bump up against them with what he wanted. Like that has to be part of. Like no, no, guys, I think I know, right? Because clearly he knows the temperature in the room better than them. So I, I just wonder. To me, I think Girardi makes the most sense if you're looking from experience. And also, he was uh, he was the coach of the I mean manager of the Yankees. All right, former Cub, Northwestern grad, right? Won a world Always wanted to be here with the Cubs, right? Mm-hmm. So, but not before they start winning. But if you, if you I, I was sat here now, it's like, man, I really want to go home. <coughs> I remember uh, when there was a point in time people were saying, man, the Cubs would think they're lucky stars if they got Joe Girardi. Yeah, and he went to the Yankees and they won though. Yeah. Now Aaron Boone is a first time manager. But so was uh, that, that's Red whole, Sox last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was up. But that's like, but you talking about two? You talking, talking about two dudes? I mean, two dudes. Some good core inherit, stock, though. We talking about two dudes inheriting great teams. I mean, my God, with what the Red Sox and the Yankees, it may not my be God. great, but whoever they, the Cubs, hey, ain't you them. can't say that with Aaron Boone. He didn't them. have his team all year long on the. They were on True, the injured list, point. and that's he was true. still able to get the best record. I'm just saying though. Look at the look at their teams. I don't think the Cubs match up to the Red Sox and the Yankees. I just don't. Me personally, I don't think they do. Yeah, but they're not. They're not trash either. No, they're not trash. Well, that's the thing. No, no, no. You, you wouldn't right compare them because the results aren't there with the Cubs. The talent, we think, is pretty comparable to those teams. Maybe not quite as much. You think so? You don't have a murderer's role like the Yankees. You think the Cubs? No, you think the Cubs talent how, t- how talented are the Cubs in Major League Baseball? Are they a top five team? No, but they're top ten. I think they peaked way too early and they now seeing what they actually are. You have a few stars on this team. But again, let me ask you, where, you, where would you rank their talent in terms of Major League Baseball? The top ten, dude. Yeah, top ten, top. They got a top ten, top. So in their mind, you get the right manager. Maybe he can take a top ten group and get them into the top. I mean, all these what? How many teams get in the playoffs? Eight teams get in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got three division winners and two wild cards. They didn't lose the division till a week and a half out. Like until St. Louis put them out. Yeah, they was right there. But we haven't seen the issues that they've had for two or three seasons, though. Yes, we have. So it's kind of like, okay, Pace. I mean, Pace, my God. Um, Theo. Theo, what are you going to do to try to cultivate that? What are you going to try to fix that? But see, part of that is, so I'm with you guys. I like Girardi and Ross. The question, I think, is like you kind of said earlier, Ken, how much does the front office want a guy that's going to listen to everything that they want him to do I on the field? This lineup in, and I want this happen. Hey, not no these guys come dude. in at these times. Right. It's not going to work with Joe. It not didn't work in the ink. That when yeah. Cashman wanted to go more analytics, Joe was like, well, I got my gut. Think about that. So we're talking about a gut guy with an analytical front office. Front office. And those usually don't work out. And that's he, why Ross makes a ton of sense because he does buy into the analytics. And he would do what they want him to do. And so I, how much how much does the front office value that? And I'm not sold on their talent going into next season. Not not in the sense of competing or winning it, winning it. They don't have What that. about the division? I was gonna say they could they can have enough talent to win the division, dude. They almost won it this year. You don't think they have enough talent to win the division? And they're really, pitching. I really like St. Louis and Milwaukee. But are they far like I get that you like I don't them think better. they're light years ahead of them, no. They're not that, but I mean, if they had a long stretch of playing good baseball, are we banking on the? Are we banking on the Cubs going back into being the talent of 2016? Right, if they they hit, they haven't been doing that for three seasons. But okay, let me say this: I think three seasons. They may not. I think they're going to try. I'm not saying it'll work. I think they're going to try to figure out. And I also brought up this. 
I brought up the Dusty Lupinella comparison to when Dusty was there. At first, they were like, hey, we spending this bread. Then the Tribune was like, we're not spending nothing. As soon as Lou came, Alfonso Soriano, Soriano, they start spending money. Think about the last couple years. Okay, the year before last, they went out and spent money in free agency. And that money really wasn't for this manager. Not to say they didn't want him to win, but they brought in you looking towards the future because his that, that that at that time that contract was sweet and you're like we got this arm for this length of time for that money and now we'll see if going into this offseason hot stove time are they going to make moves to try to do something do with they the have running? the bread to do it they can't they got the bread with marquee but still the question is are they going to move one of their star guys you have lester okay is he going to be the same dude he's in decline you have a Q, not who you thought he was going to be. Darvish kind of have a back back seat, a back a, re- a rebound season. I don't know. The rebound half. Yeah. Um, Cole, he's, he's gone. Gun. He's gone. Mm. That's four of you guys right there. And then you got half. Well, you can't count you as Mora. you can't count you as necessarily bad. He could be really good next year yeah, too. Yeah, I was gonna say I, that. I, I, okay, all right, fine, all right. But you uh, got to me, half. that's you got half. You have uh, Al Moore who didn't pan out. You have um, yeah, but you still got Javi. You got Chris Bryant. You got Rizzo. You yeah. got Contreras. Rizzo, I think is well. Yes, I mean you got yes. some yeah. guys. You that got, got some stuff. You got if you flip one of them. See, you talk about moving somebody. I ain't even talking about moving nobody. I'm talking about going in. But with see, the, but you know what? The stars you have. It's got to. You got to hit an honesty track with Brian. If they moving people, you gotta realize, they're done. But you no, you can't say that. All right, because you what may you able to, you may be able to get two stars for Brian. Who? What? I'm not, I don't know the trade, but d- d- for a player of his talent, and you're trading with two years left on his contract. You talking about getting? You talking about getting stars in the minor league system because that's what they need to replenish. But I'm talking about guys that are ready to play in the majors. If they're my, if it's a minor league player that's ready to go and a major league player, you can get two uh, two guys for Chris Bryant so for a to- team. And now, if Chris Bryant didn't have any controllable years, I'm with you. But he has two. So you can get something. We know from the, when all these rebuilds, and I'm not saying this is a rebuild, but if because that's because they're not trading Javi, like they're not trading Javi. No. But if, if and the point is even with this, it doesn't seem like you're going to sign Chris Bryant. And if you're not, especially to be honest with this, if this year you can't come to an extension with Chris Bryant, you need to move him. Now I will say this: if they decide to move Chris Bryant and that team isn't doing as well as they are. Or they they think they should be, they will end up moving Javi. Their minor league system is trash. They need to replenish it for real. The guys they brought up, they thought they was going to hit. They peaked at the exact right time. They won a World Series. After that, they was always in the playoffs. But you saw the decline steadily year after year after year. Although they was always in it, I'm not saying that they wasn't. But you saw it, and then you saw everybody else kind of coming up, and this just happened. It's baseball. Uh, before I switch to our last question, any thoughts on these playoffs? Anything stood out so far in these baseball playoffs? I think it's been pretty entertaining, especially on the NL side. Yeah, I mean, any players? Any? any have you guys been watching? I've been keeping my eye on the Yankees. What'd you say? See where they go. A little bit. I've been keeping my eye on the Yankees. Like I said, my dream matchup is the Dodgers versus the uh, Yankees. I would like to see that. I know you want to see chaos. Uh, Joe, I wouldn't Joe hate Barone that. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, the ratings would be through the roof. Through the roof. Yeah, we haven't had that since the eighties. 
they played was it the 70s they played against the, in, in a world series it's been a long time it's been a long time since the last time they played against the world who would you want to win it you know what i wouldn't mind seeing the dodgers win. oh i wouldn't mind seeing the dodgers because they've been there they've been there for so long and they've been knocking on the door knocking on the door and seeing they finally get it they haven't won anything since like 86 the yankees have been knocking on the door I don't think they won one since Joe Girardi in yeah, the well, How long ago was that? 2010, I believe. All right, nine years. It's long. <laughs> Listen, nice. It's a long time, but look at the Dodgers. Was the, I think the Dodgers is long. Kurt Gibson. Yeah, 86, right? Yeah. Is 86 to 88 last time they won one? Against uh, the Red Sox announcer. Forget the Dodgers. All right, last question. This is an easy one. What's your Thursday night picks? It's not a saucy one like we've normally gotten, but it is the Patriots, Patriots. hosting the Giants. Patriots. Close the segment up. Uh, I want to see what Jones does against this defense of the Patriots. Are you out of your mind? I want to see what he does. I got a better I want to see if he... How many picks does the Patriots secondary get on Jones? One. Two. Do you guys want updated NFL game picks? I have those. Oh, yeah, true. Run it. Run it. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Taking the Patriots. So we're all taking the Patriots, I believe. Yeah. I don't think I have Kyle's official vote, <laughs> He's but I believe he too. will. <laughs> so in first place is Kyle after uh, another solid week, 48 and 31. But you Man. have a new second place, and it is me. So it must be you. How you at say. 47 <laughs> and 32, I'm Ooh, one game back. Nice. Sid is in third place at 43 and 36. Mm. Ken is in fourth at 42 and 37. Where am I at? Another rough week for D. Damn it. 36 Damn and 43. It. I had did good the week before. <laughs> That's what Why did you pick Washington over the Patriots? No, I didn't. Uh, I think you did. There's no way in hell I took Washington <laughs> over the Patriots. I think that was what you said. No me. way. No way. You better let Chanel start. No, man, come on. Yeah, it says Washington. You it does? After the Bears, it says Washington. Oh, Lord. Let me see. messing up, dude. Hold on. I was like, really? Well, all right. You need to send that back to me. I'm like, are you sure? Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. I type Are you sure? Nope. You don't get, are you sure? Maybe I thought they was playing somebody. I don't know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I could as well. I had a really good week, if you guys care. Yeah, what you have? I was uh, 12 and 3. That's nice. Oh, that is pretty good. Wow. Set the highest win total of the year so I far. I can't even deal with that. <laughs> I know. I, I couldn't I believe it. Washington. <laughs> wow. And typed it out. It wasn't even WSH. <laughs> I must not think it was playing somebody else. I think you were just rooting for your favorite team. Oh, uh, that's definitely not them. <laughs> wow. Back in the slurs. Doubling down. Let me see. Forget that Tom Brady on and Bill Belichick. Who did I think they played? Oh, okay. All right. Take on me. We're going to close this segment. We're going to come back and close the show out, Dean Davis. What's up, Chicago? This is Chris Sosa from Red Eye, and you're listening to the Dean Davis Show. Dean Davis. Last segment. Last segment. Dave. Appreciate you. Love you. Sometimes. <laughs> we'll shocker though. Shout out to Shocker. Yeah, shout out to Shock, yeah. No doubt. Everybody out there checking us out. We love y'all. Which one are you gonna get into first? Let's get into Jerry Reinsdorf. Yeah. Jerry Reinsdorf says that he has no recollection of uh, recollection of advising a, a former Marlins president to finish in second place every year. Um That sounds like something Jerry would say. I'm an old man, I'm confused. We've heard this in the past. 
You know, Jerry Reinsdorf, when I first got into baseball, I've never told this story before, and I like Jerry very much, and I'm sorry, Jerry, but here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> he sat me down. I was 32 years old, just in baseball for my first of 18 years, and he said, you know what? Here's my best advice to you. Finish in second place every single year because your fans will say, wow, we've got a shot. We're in it. But there's always the carrot left. There's always one more step to take. So listen, I want to say this isn't true, but I don't think this man has a reason to lie. And I think we've heard this in the past when it came when it came to Jerry Reinsdorf. But to be honest with you, the proof is in the pudding. The White Sox have only gone to the playoffs five times since he's been ownership. We've seen the, the Manny Machado debacle where mm-hmm. they came out. Kenny came out and told us that their contract was better, but it was loaded with deferred money, when meaning it's not better. All right. <laughs> so and and, and we we've it's only time, only time we've really seen that for me to recollect right now, the White Sox jump out and get a free agent was Albert Bell, where it was like, no, nah, we're going to get him. They don't do that. How often do they say, forget budget? And they did have a run after the World Series ring uh, where they were no lower than seventh in payroll for, mm-hmm. for about six. Which was a shock to a lot of White Sox Yeah, about fans. six to seven years. Did you hear what their payroll is next year? I know that they're like $100 million below the threshold. It's like at 27.5. Yeah. That's their payroll right now. And that's before Abreu's resigned. But yeah, you're right. If they resign them. Okay. Well, if you're getting J.D. Martinez, you can't have both, can you? They're not letting the Brave go. Yeah, they can. They're not letting yeah, the Brave go. Yeah, but have yes, both. Yeah, you can have both. Yeah, but they're not letting the Brave go. All right. Got too many DHs on that team. No, you really. There's only one that's working. Yeah, but you're planning on some other guys. At least giving them chances. Adam Vaughn is. I don't think Adam Vaughn's coming up next year. No, he's not. Really, no, not magical. Andrew? Andrew Vaughn. That's what I meant. Andrew Vaughn. I don't think Vaughn's coming up next. Who year. they got now? The catcher. That's probably not a catcher. No, Collins isn't. That we can. We're showing a star if you want. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Okay. We've been waiting on Zach Collins for a long time. So to me, you got a guy in Abreu that can play some first, but is a DH. You can bring in another guy, and at least you have power. And you put that behind the guys that they already have. Yeah, we was kind of going over. Uh, we were thinking we were talking about JD Martinez eventually may possibly sign to the White Sox and was kind of be around him. But going back to the point of uh Jerry Reinsdorf, it wouldn't shock me if he did tell him that. I said before, I mean, I've, I've I just heard the clip and he basically said, like, Hey man, listen, I don't mean to throw you out there, Jerry, but I got to. Um, he's there's no reason for the dude to lie. Why, why lie about it? Or even a bit like this, if he's surmising the conversation. There's still some validity to the point or what the context is. Mm-hmm. The context is Reinsdorf basically told him, don't you try to go out there and try to win it all every year. It's basically what he said. Also, I, I wonder this, further did diving deep down. I wonder if Jerry's even adding in market into that. Florida. Like, you guys aren't really going to be contending like that. Mm. And like, budget-wise, yeah, your owner can spend it, but y'all not going to be raking in that income. Uh, oh yeah, Sox. they almost moved down there. So I know they—they yeah. they were supposed to play in Tampa. They both played in Tampa. Yeah, so maybe so, he knows a little something. something. Socks in the, the market sharing it with the Cubs. Who's the big brother? 
looking at it through the same lens as a small market, basically. Um, but it doesn't sound like that's what he was alluding to. It sounded like he was just saying business wise, the best thing is to keep fans wanting. And if you give them what they want, they're not going to appreciate it. So just leave them in the lurch with you in second. There's always a chance to be better. But the thing is, eventually people pick up on that. Yeah, not both fans. But the thing about the Bulls fans, they had that great run in the night. Called Lemmings. Yeah, <laughs> it's called championships. It's called banners. So that's going to re- that's going to keep oh, rolling man. out. And then you get lucky with a hometown kid who was the MVP. It was something there. They had more success. Yeah, way more success. Yeah, way more success. Way more. Listen, if it, we just count the Derrick Rose rant and run, I'm, I'm with you. It's that. way more. But it, you know that what he said to David Sam, that's true about the Bulls yeah. for sure. Uh, oh, what? No, you don't think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You think so? I mean, I'm not saying that they wouldn't. But the good thing about the NFL, I mean, the NBA, they have a salary cap. Yeah, so you have to spend something. So, but also because, but elite players are locked into a certain salary. They can only get paid so much. Compared to the MLB, a guy can come out there next year and be like, "I want four hundred million dollars." Yeah. So I won't say the Bulls won't be in contention for elite players, but we know elite players won't come here because even to go along with what Ryan's saying, we don't think elite players talk about how. Deep down, do the Bulls really want? Yeah. Like, that's a conversation. When you're talking about franchises to other players, is like, really, like, do they want to win? Will they do everything? Think about the fact with Mickey Harrison that when Mickey Harrison started not spending that little bit of money that the big three left down there in Miami, LeBron got mad. Yeah, LeBron was like, we're taking this pay cut. You're supposed to basically go in, into luxury guy. tax. Yeah. You know, like this is what we this is what we decided on in doing this. So we know that players view that when you don't go that extra mile and put that extra cash in there with tax wise and may hit you double fold, that players are like, dude, I'm doing all this and you're not giving me what you're saying. So I, I agree with you. I think it can apply to basketball, but I think just financially, basketball has a bit more allowances because players can't ask for the biggest, the greatest amount. They never had before. Yeah, and the thing with the White Sox, they was never always at second place. No, so and he and loves they, the White Sox too much to just have them be at second place. Man. Can't wait to can't wait he, to they listen. That you went you in a Chicago market. You understand it. He did not have to be the second tier team. Not initially. They took him off of Channel Nine. That's yeah. what that's what started started it. Yeah, because back he in, was he was forward forward thinking way too yeah, way way too far in the future. Yeah, but you're in Chicago. You don't have to be that second tier team. You didn't have to be that, or you don't have to be complacent. In yeah, it. you don't, you did not you, could, you could you be could, fighting for it exactly. And at times yes. you could be the yes. first team. Yes, like but you. But, I mean, if they went on an extended run like the Cubs just did, like the four and five, like I think that there'd be a lot more White Sox fans, regardless of. If the Cubs were the more popular team, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people thought that coming with Frank Thomas and all those guys, like, oh man, listen, they got they, <laughs> they got just didn't have going. the success. They didn't have the success. They it's had also a- because your owner was pushing for the strike. The strike, exactly. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, hold on. I know they we, might I win know we can win this, but man, yeah. financially, I want a World Series title, but I love money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, now right. with the younger team, the younger the talent you have on the south side, hey man, listen, you might be able to get that it might be able to take off and you may you might be looking at five or six year run on white Sox, and maybe they well they be better able. spend this offseason with that they low payroll low, yeah, yeah they, but they, see they, the came, pro- they can't lowball nobody they can't be like we'll get it to you in 2045 but see the problem is who wants the money like garrett cole he's gonna have options you gonna be like hey man we know we rebuilding here you want to come here like is his word it's really and i was here, looking though, at Ken. but it's you know what i was reading uh friend of the show uh, James Fegan in Affleck today 
and talking about as far as the players coming here. And he was saying that when Nicholas Giolito and James McCann were at the All-Star game, that all they heard was positive stuff from other players. And that sounds good. Mm -hmm. But the question is, do other players really believe that or are they just playing you lip service? And do they think, because this isn't, still this isn't the Cubs the year they brought in Lester. This isn't that they're not there. They're still no. not there yet. They might need another season to yeah. show and prove. So that so around the is it is it Garrett Cole has enough belief and, and mind you, Lester was going to his old management. Does Garrett Cole have enough belief in the socks that he's like, man, I think y'all gonna really try to do it. Mm. Like, so that's that's the problem with that. Like, are they Especially when the Cubs come in with a bigger offer? Is the, is the talent on here enough to make this team a destination to free agents in the MLB? As we have to wait and see. Yeah. What about uh, your other nice little tidbit? All right. Adam Silver reacts as China TV cancels NBA games and broadcasts. Mm-mm. Adam Silver came out. We all know that Daryl Murray, the GM for the Houston Rockets, came out and basically said freedom to Hong Kong. Now, if you don't know, especially like the last month, there have been violent demonstrations in Hong Kong. Worse. A cop shot some kid last week out in the public uh, every weekend. We, it's a very authoritative regime. Uh, they control you, the media. The yeah, government. I was about to say. It's state you, run. It's a communist country. There's a camera on your face. There's, I think, on one trip to home, there's like 30,000 cameras that hit your face. And that's not to even talk about the cameras they have in space that can pick your face out or whatever. They can't tell these uh, demonstrators they're not to wear a mask. I think most of us look at Amazon and stuff like that, and they tell you, you know, if you wear a mask, that it, 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 it's a great combatant to facial recognition and things like that. You also send them with umbrellas. Um, if you enjoy the freedoms that you have here in America and we know America isn't perfect, you don't get those in China. All right. And it's also very uh, oligarchy. If you look at kind of Russia and how money is funneled into who it's not a capitalist society. Money, money is funneled into certain places because the country can the people in control of the country can benefit from those people having the money in situations like that. So Daryl Morey is saying the right thing when he said freedom to Hong Kong. But damn, son. He opened a can of worms. Like, you know, you know, the brothers was trying to he be living off that China money in the summertime. Right? Like, <laughs> damn, brother. Like, Derrick Rose grabbing his shoes right now. Like, damn, this is the only way I was getting that extra bread. Um, you weren't interested to see what LeBron's going to say tomorrow? I think LeBron is not going to, to really hit that one. But that's his thing. People, yeah. He hits it. He listen, does. He does listen, touch on it. I think, listen, I think it's so big. When you're talking about China, dog, China? Well, I will say this. I think I think LeBron has a little bit of a cover because uh, Adam Silver came out and said that they back or they are not going to reprimand or whatever, like however you want to kind of say it, uh, what Daryl Murray said. Like, listen. I just he, yelled at him a lot. Yeah, we. I curse his ass out this morning. Yeah. But, uh, like, we support freedom of speech, though. We support freedom of speech. Just now, not against other countries. He's over there. I think Adam Silver's probably got there by now. He's on his way over there. He said he was going to talk to. Uh, I believe he's to there. The, to, to the higher ups, if you want to say, within the country, try to smooth everything out. Yao Ming is in hiding. Oh, Yao Ming's well, pissed. Well, Yao Ming is actually like, hey, he is he's upset. Back, he's, he's back in the, co- the government. He's back in the government. Yeah, he runs the basketball. Yeah. yeah but I mean, but upset. yeah, but if you remember Yao Ming's story, y'all remember uh, Jing Zhong Jing? 
I believe his I name. I remember the name. Remember well, before Yao came over, the Yao almost didn't come over because he was, they were always supposed to go back to China in the off season. Mm-hmm. And Jing Zhang was like, I ain't going. And at that point, China was like, we're not sending Yao. And the thing with Yao, and there was always the undercurrent of Yao can never bash the government because his parents were still over there. Yeah. And so, like, I, like I, I listened to, um, I listened to um, the New York Times Daily podcast. Is it the Daily? It's the Daily. And they had a good one on China. And it was, uh, I listened to this about two months ago. It was a young man whose mother was in one of these camps. And I actually saw. Uh, a, a news uh, magazine, video magazine. I don't know if it was CNN or MSNBC. They actually went into one of these camps that they have where they do re-education in China. Mm. So and so there's yeah, a, their native. They're one of the large groups they fight is not it's, it's Hong Kong and it's their own people. I don't mean that their own people, but also native Muslims. And so these Muslims can't have beards. Women that have children, they take them away from their kids. And they may see their kids once a week and they go through this re-education so that they won't be terrorists because mm. that's what they're worrying about. And they keep them in these dormitories. And it just goes through how strict and messed up it is. And again, things aren't right over here. But getting back to the Yao thing, because the young man was talking about he knew he would never see his mother again because the government basically did not care for him. And also because of what he was doing now, talking about it. And there was always the undercurrent with Yao like... Yeah, some some he would never cross the line because he couldn't get his parents. He couldn't get his parents. They they may not let his parents out right, of there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially being Yao and wanting to have leverage over him. Right. So that we're just trying to give you the context. And it, I, we have this. It's funny. I have this uh this article from Deadspin talking about the ESPN forbids discussion on Chinese politics when discussing Daryl Morey's tweet. And it really the article just goes into the fact that. It's been really pussyfooted a lot and never got into the the, the brass tacks of why Hong Kong is fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, so oh, yeah. people don't know. We're not really talking about what China's doing wrong. Yeah, you have to be really into politics yeah, and the world of, events to understand yeah, what's b- happening. B- uh, um, what's a, what's a Ramon Shelburne? Mm-hmm. She was talking about this. She had learned in the last 48 hours the most she had ever heard about China and what's going on over there. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know. I mean, but America yeah, is very isolated, pay, though. Pay, some people don't pay attention to the stuff right. like that. It's easy. It's easy when you're here not to think about what other people are going through. I'm not saying that's right. Well, also too, they control what comes Great out points. with the media. State media. Great they they have not state allow media. just yeah. anything to come out. You can't use Facebook and things like that when you're in China. Listen, yeah. they read. They like change the wording of a tweet the official a tweet that came out from the NBA going from saying what well, NBA was like basically like hey listen we uh, back freedom of speech and you know I, I, don't, I don't have the exact tweet in front of me but the Chinese government or Chinese like, they, don't, they, don't, they use Twitter or they use something else it's something it's like a different like, yeah it's like something it's, different yeah, something, yeah something that they can control they control and uh, they basically changed the wording of the tweet and the NBA had to come back, come back out and say, no, the English translate, the English version is what we're actually saying. So they are, control, they are controlling everything. But to go back to LeBron James and a lot of guys who do speak out on these things, I think they might have gotten a little bit of a cover with the, uh, Adam Silver. Why? But yes, but the finance. they got a cover with Because Adam he came out and said that we back, we don't, we, we support. Uh, free speech. Uh, free speech and what Daryl Morey said. Listen, at first it was kind of like, hey, listen, James Harden was like, we sorry. He said it to the media like, hey, we apologize. We love it over you here in China. They take care of us. But then the NBA to come back around and say like, hey, no, listen, actually, 
we but that's back because speech. of the Colin Kaepernick situation and the NBA, the Donald Sterling, even though when you look at the history of Donald Sterling, you can say the NBA didn't do what it was supposed to do a lot earlier. It's that's more the NBA saving faces because they're supposed to be we're the self-conscious league. And plenty of plenty of government officials. I have statements from them. Plenty of government officials are calling out the NBA yeah, on both sides yeah. now too. So so this is the thing. Adam Silver had to one save face with what he's established is what the NBA is today. Mm-hmm. The American company, so they values. He said, "Go across seas. This is their the biggest importer of basketball. Yes. All right, largest four importer. bill or five bill a year. Yeah. So uh, that's just for the lead. We ain't talking about that. Yeah, now, when you say just that Adam lead. Silver gave him cover, I would say maybe the cover is if Adam Silver said the players can't say anything. I think that would have amped LeBron up to say, "Oh yeah, I got to go in on this." Mm. Not to so I think it's varying degree because mm. I think LeBron always wants to show player power. Again, LeBron is wealthy, wealthy, and I hate to say this, I don't know how much he likes his money because, to be honest with you, I hope if I was in this situation because I always try to do the right thing that I would just stand on what I believe in. But man, that is hard with that that Chinese dollar and how much money you can make over there. It's, and we're talking about and he's basketball uh, players. the face of Nike's by yeah, far and away. Like you're, yeah. So we're saying Nike is there, right? Mm-hmm. We're saying all all of his sponsors are in that. And we're saying that LeBron's gonna. I don't. I just don't think he's gonna rock the apple cart. Like I, that. I don't know if he's gonna come. I'm out gonna say he say may like, address it. He ain't gonna come out with a t-shirt yeah. to say like. But you also remember hashtag like, pro. Uh, what if he did? That would be. But remember, LeBron, he probably won't make it back. <laughs> Do you remember America. though when LeBron? I can't remember which teammate it was. But before the I can't breathe thing, yeah, he was going around with the uh, the the sign uh, for um, it was happening. Happen, something happened overseas, and he wouldn't sign it or something. Yeah, LeBron initially would say, "If I don't know enough about, about it, it, I'm not yeah, comment went, on yeah, it. right, right." So he, he could still technically cover himself with saying, "Like I think everybody should be able to speak their freedoms," but I don't know enough about this. I just I'm listen. I don't probably, know. Won't be I don't know wrong. if he's gonna flame China. I'm just saying that. Well, this is an interesting. I'm just saying that. This is an interesting thing about the NBA with China, though. And I've read many articles and have I've, and listened to plenty of analysts say this because this is now not just like on ESPN. This is like on news channels now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they basically say like the NBA is almost kind of like the second religion in China. They love the NBA. Huge. And they say like, listen. Walmart had to capitulate with the Chinese government. The yep. airlines had to capitulate with the Chinese government. We said the thing is, it's like California. There's what? Let me mind California. It's so big that they can get, for instance, like the EPA and with cars. California knows that even with the deregulation that's taking place with the White House, that if they set their standard, basically car companies have to go off of that because they want to sell cars. Oh, true. In California, what, 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 what's the NBA? So that's what China. you're saying as far yeah, as the which, control, with the financial control that China has, basically. Yes. But with the NBA, though, it's only one NBA. There is no other com- competitive competitor to the NBA. Uh-huh. Not the Shanghai they, Knights. Not at all. But not at all. And they were saying, like, listen, they could be the one American company who. Doesn't have to kowtow it's so much. Who to said them. that? Because that's impossible. No, black, I've heard plenty of people black, say that. The black league won, but let me say, get to this. Are you talking about the straight power of? They say, listen, uh, if you, you want the issues that you have right now, uh-huh. imagine if we decide to pull out of the China, uh, pull out of China altogether. Now it has to come down to 
what the owners want to do no. because I'm sure they have ties, financial ties, <laughs> to China. They can and cut. Adam Silva is only doing no. what he, his boss is telling cut. him to do. They just, I think it's see something. I forget the name of the television. CN. CN. Dog. They got rid of the Rockets games. They, yeah, They're too. not going to play them this season. Mm-hmm. We just talked about the control the government has. I hope you know that if NBA became rebel rousers, they're not showing the NBA. But that's the whole thing. And b- because the NBA is such, it's so powerful in China, the only what their, their thought of I don't it, think they that their powerful, of it, bro. No, no, no. I'm not saying that they're going to have an uprising gonna, over no, basketball. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're going to topple over the no government. No basketball? Not saying like, I don't that. think they're going to tear that back. But they already having issues right now. Yeah, but I don't and think the Hong Kong protest is going to be like, and no basketball. They're, <laughs> like, from the aspect of what they're saying, and these are analysts that, that study China yeah. or know what's going on over there more than we do. I'm just they're saying. saying they're the one American company that doesn't have to bow down to them like other American companies had to. Okay. So but I don't will know. they? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, know. Will I don't LeBron think. show support for Hong Kong, D? I think he'll say something, but I don't think he'll go out there like, yeah, I'm right. But saying with the something protest. is supporting. Nah, you can dance. Not to China. Yeah, not to China, you can't. China you can't. is like you either are yeah. in or against. True. I think but the I, owner of the, the, the net the Nets is Chinese? Is that, yes, is that yes. he came out and said, like, hey man, listen, I'm I'm from there. Y'all don't understand what y'all doing. It's either black or white. It ain't no in between. And especially put on top of that the black league. But I don't think they can well, you think that has something to do with the black league with the Chinese people? Man, you think Yes. Okay. Right. Right. Like, okay. Hey, listen. Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. I think at one point you get like, yeah, those blackies could fly in the sky, but yeah, we're moving on. Let's. They hey, playing man. that baseball? Baseball ain't got nothing on the NBA. <laughs> I'm over just. There. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm. I don't think. Listen, the Chinese government is not going to be controlled by the NBA. No one's saying that. But I, but even no but even what I'm saying that. is the Chinese the NBA, regardless of the fact that they enjoy the entertainment, that authoritative government. Is not going to sit there and placate to the NBA. No one's saying that they're going to placate to the NBA. What they're trying to say is the NBA is the one league. It, if they one pull company, it out, you're saying not the one, yeah, one, one company, company. One of, the one American company that doesn't have to capitulate to the government. I don't think that's correct. I what? just don't. I just don't. Listen, if McDonald's has to, is it always it's another restaurant. Huh? It's another. It's other restaurants besides. Yeah, I, I, but I, there is no other NBA. But there's I, nothing I, else. But still, and they're like the second religion. I'm not. Right? I'm not arguing with that. I still don't think the Chinese government. They, look, that government is not going to go into turmoil over losing the NBA. And I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's going to happen. They're a dictator country. That's, Why but, would so they? that's. But that's my point. In a dictator country, if the NBA keeps showing that they side with rebels. They're gonna get that out now because that's what that's talking, what we've seen them but do. You're talking about the co- the government. I'm talking about the people. That's two separate things. But the government, the point, but no, but the point that we're saying is unlike here in America, and again, we're not saying everything's cool in America. They control what you see. They do. So they can get the NBA out of there. It's not a situation like wait, wait just let me, let me finish. If the NBA losses Disney deal, you can still find it on Twitter and stuff like that. It's not easy in China to do stuff like that. So I'm just saying different avenues to still keep the NBA and get what you want. That authoritative government has so much control, they can box out majority of those. But those, as those of right places. now, these protests have been going on like crazy. But let's not confuse. But let's, let's also they not have, conflate, they do have issues. But let's not conflate the protesters with the NBA issue just because Daryl Morey was supporting the protesters. Oh, very true. They're not protesting. Some people might not, might not yeah, even care. That's what I said. They're not protesting 
wasn't about the NBA. No, Darren no, Morey no, was just not at all. So, not at all. No, the, no. I, so not not to put those two things and, and correlate them. We we don't necessarily want to do that. I just think that government and what we've seen in the past. From what listen, I've been doing a lot of China stuff the last five six months. What have you been doing? I just I, just news wise, I've just been into it. Okay, okay. And you just see like they don't play. It's not even. It's not even close to. Do they play? But even if there was an issue of you saying they don't play, these protests are getting bigger and crazy. But it has nothing Something's to do with the NBA. Ha- I'm not saying it has. But, 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 but let's NBA. keep it on. But let's keep it on that though. Like that's what we're saying because you're saying that, no. We're talking about the NBA and the protests. There, they are merged right now. No, that's no, the discussion. No, no, no. This the, the discussion that we're having right now is do the, does the NBA have leverage to kind of say what they want? Is the discussion we're having, and I'm saying they don't. That's the, that's the discussion we just had. Mm. Now the now what the that Adam Silver just said. We back freedom of speech. So if somebody comes out and says something, they have backing. Of the commissioner, but what was I he have supposed to free- say? Who's going? What? Who's going to say? He was going. To, I mean, Adam Silver in the pro. He could have definitely said, "Like, hey, no, listen, we, we no." He could have got hit up. He could. They and already they got hit. They already got been, hit. It would have been worse. Now think, now think about this though. They got hit up on both sides of the aisles, saying, "Okay, we have." Uh, I'm reading. Okay, unacceptable. This is from Chuck Schumer, senator out of New York, discussing it in grotesque. That's from Marco Rubio, senator out of Florida, Republican. Shameful, shameful. Uh, Rick Scott, Florida governor. Elizabeth Warren. The NBA chose his pocketbook over its principles. Now, you have the NBA who is looking at this gigantic market like, oh, man, listen, within the league and the players, man, this is rocking out. This is messing up my money. But Don't the, you it, but, but the, the NBA service? but the NBA comes out and says we, we support free speech. As know, Ryan said, they don't want you to say nothing. But don't you, Either you with them or you against but them. But don't you. But isn't the NBA, they were just giving lip service, though. He found the lane that was basically because it wasn't going to make anybody happy, but it was the co- closest lane that he can take. After that statement, they got they took the, they, the games like, was taken away. Okay, but listen, after his statement, the games were taken away. No, the, the, those rocket games were gone. No, the, those rocket games after were gone. He, after he said something, it was like another little verbal. I don't know. After the Rockets games, for what I know, the Rockets games were gone after what Durham Morey did. Those games, those preseason games were taken and away. And then I think I don't they know. Were, they, yeah. They so, were, but now so, I don't know. After this, but they also but, they reached out to their private companies and told them you got to take everything down off yourselves. Tied to the. But well, this is this is all I'm saying so is this private industry over there. This too. was the safest lane for him in America. Yes, to make to to be to make both sides as unhappy as less as unhappy as possible. In America, that's all. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what well, I'm okay, saying. So what about China? But what do you think they feel? How do you think they feel about his statements? I don't. We support free speech, and you know they don't. I don't. But I think China can still be upset. But I think if he said what Daryl Moore said was right, then the NBA is like he he still didn't go in on China. He's doing what he can do as an American for a liberal league, quote unquote, a liberal league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's fitting the lane that he can ride that is the safest. I'm not saying it's the best for either side, but it's the great, the safest, grayest area that he can ride in right now. Well, we shall see what they at least do. Um, what happens? As you said before, the games are blackout, but I'm very interested. I'm with you, Ryan. I'm very interested to see what the what the bigger players like a LeBron James oh, says. I see what LeBron he says. I'm very interested to see what he says. Because you had James Harden apologize. You know he's going to get killed but here he in has, America if he says nothing. He's the face of the Rockets, Yao Ming's team. Daryl Murray basically <laughs> bus tossed him. <laughs> Right. And, you know, James Harden just want to party anyway. 
He like, man, I just come over here to get my party on and collect that cash bag and get back on that plane. I had nothing to do with this. So I'm MJ. And it also the crazy thing before, but think about this too. When you talk about James Harden, it hit James Harden before the commissioner had to say something about it because it's like, oh wait, wait, the GM said this. The owner came out, Fertia came out, and was like, man, forget what he said, right? So the next rocket that could that was impactful was James Harden. James Harden, he's the most popular rocket outside of Yao Ming, period, for them. I'm, he's more popular in China, I'm sure, than Lakeem Olajuwon because Yao came oh, after yeah. Akeem. So, and that's that's China's team. So, again, you're going to want the player that's the face of that team to come out and say something about it. So he was going to keep his bag. I mean, I'm looking at something right now saying that I don't know how true this is. I have to read the article that the NBA might be the linchpin for the U.S. China trade talks. This is, might be bigger than what we think it could be. I don't know. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know so about that. that. We shall see. I think Biden's dirt is the linchpin for trying to change <laughs> trade talks. I don't know if you. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's more important than. But they came out said that China came out listen, said they wasn't going to do anything. First of I, all, you believe them? That's one first thing. First of all, listen. Let me tell you why that's wrong. If you think Trump is going to do something to help the NBA, who's, oh, <laughs> who no team has showed up since he's been in office. Oh yeah. He gonna come there and be like, y'all should keep them up out of there and give me that Biden dirt. Well, well, I will say this: the good, the I'll bright trade you. The, bright, <laughs> the, the bright side of it, at least, is getting more Americans uh, uh, yeah. to notice what's happening. What's really in China. happening in China? Yeah, I agree with you totally. Yeah. All right, hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. YouTube and War on Anchor which kicks you over to Spotify. All right. Check out the uh, check out the podcast. Uh subscribe, rate, share, all that good stuff. All right. Keep rocking. Keep 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 rolling with us. All right. Keep rolling with us. I'm on Twitter, Demons Juan Kins on Twitter at That's Davis and Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski. We will definitely give you a flip this Monday. Uh we'll be back in the house doing our thing. Yes, yes. Swearing and having a good time. As he said, we always appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend some time with Dean Davis. Uh, hopefully we give you something and we also put our twist on it to make it a little bit funnier or malleable. Funny malleable, I think, would be the thing. So you can fit it in if you didn't get it, but also some few jokes so it's not as dark as unfortunately some of these days seem. But you're still alive, so be happy. Don't do anything stupid before you hear from us again. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs>